0: Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe, we would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe. I'm so excited to be here tonight. It's kind of gray and nasty and cold out, and I've got the heat turned up, and I'm all snuggled in for an awesome night of spending some time with you guys. Very excited about this. We have some things to go over before we get started, so let's get right into this. The number, if you would like to call in tonight, is 646-595-3965. That's 646 595 if you would like to call in and read. So we have our first quarter prize event going on right now. We are going to be doing four of these throughout the year 2024, which is the year of, I'm trying to find where I left off on notes. Yes, I am prepared. Anyway, so 2024 is our year of the voice. That's our theme for this year. And so for the first quarter now through I think it's the end of March, 31st of March, we're going to be doing a prize drawing and it is called Give the Poet Give a Poet the Gift of Voice. And the way to get involved with its drawing is pretty simple. I want you to think back on the first time you ever read your poetry out loud or the first time you called into a radio show or the first time you got up at an open mic. I want you to remember how that felt. I want you to remember the person who encouraged you to do that. Okay? I want you to be that encouragement for someone else. I want you to help another poet find their voice. Invite them to the show. Invite them to read. Anyone who comes onto the show and reads, and says so-and-so invited me or you let me know you invited so-and-so your name gets put into the drawing but not only does your name get put into the drawing but the person you invited their name gets put into the drawing too so both of you will be entered into the drawing which will be really cool we have an awesome prize this year it's going to be a prize package that's growing every time i work on something but it is going to consist for sure of a journal and a custom-made hand sculpted nib pen ink pen dip pen whatever you want to call them quills pen holder that I am going to make and if you are not familiar with my artistic endeavors I have to say that I am pretty fond of the pens that I make and think they're pretty cool so that is part of the prize drawing that we are going to be doing the part of the prize package that we're going to be doing for this so make sure that You give the gift of voice to a poet. Be that encouragement. You would be surprised how the smallest breath under the wings can cause someone to soar. You know, I remember everything that has happened, including having the courage to be here and doing this radio show with you. That was all the catalyst of someone encouraging me to get up and share my work for the first time. And how that changed my life. So be that somebody for someone else. We don't want to have people, you know, go to the big inkwell in the sky and have their children discover all these amazing poetry books in their nightstands and bedside tables and tucked away in closets and never have those voices heard. How sad would that be? We write something because we have something to say. Encourage someone to say it. Give them a voice simple as that and for doing that you get put into the prize drawing what could be cooler (laughs) i'd like to take a moment and announce that our fundraiser for our 2024 broadcasting license has begun we have a long long way to go in order to be able to stay on the air and we really need your help so if you would like to help sponsor this big easy cafe radio show and help keep this community alive and thriving You can check out the fundraiser information and the link, which is pinned to the top of my Facebook page. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A, like New York, Los Angeles, last name Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A, or you can Google Speakeasy Cafe fundraiser or Google Speakeasy Cafe GoFundMe. You can also message me, and I can send you the link. In addition, we have a Speakeasy PayPal account set up and a – Uh, Speakeasy Cash App account, which is dollar sign Speakeasy Cafe. If you need information on this, like I said, message me and I can get that information for you. And, you know, it is really awkward and uncomfortable for me to be here and to ask for help. It really, truly is. Um, But it is a community effort at this point to keep the show on the air when it first started out. 17 years ago when we started broadcasting, I could do this on my own, but over the last 17 years, the fees have gone up so much that I can no longer afford to do it by myself. And so all of the help that the community gives us to stay on the air is what allows us to be here. We literally will not be here without your help. So, you know, any little bit that you can do helps and it all adds up and I appreciate you guys and thank you so much. So... Right now, the goal that we have set is for our existing three-hour broadcast. If we don't meet that goal, we may have to cut back to a two-hour show. And worst case scenario is we don't reach our goal and the show goes off the air. And I don't even want to think of that happening. So, you know, if you can throw a little bit our way to help keep us on the air, it would be really, really appreciated. And, again, if you need more information on how to do that, please contact me and I will get the information to you. With all that said, we only have a short while more to show our love and appreciation to those who helped keep us on the air this last year, those who helped contribute towards our 2023 broadcasting license. And it's very important to me that we all understand how special these people are and how much we appreciate them. So with that, let's thank our 2023 broadcasting license sponsors. And those are Annabella Ashire, Anthony Arnold, Kuhn, Debbie Kelly, Douglas Curry, George Wiley. Gary and Noreen Snyder, Jade Miss, Jessica Brooke, Karen DeWitt, Kristen Riley, Krissa Jopek, Krissa's dog, T.S. Elliott, Lori Binder, Lynn Perkins, Martha Shefzik, Michael Emerald, Missy and Jimmy Ray Davis, Pineapple 16, Rebel Jones, Rich Hathaway, Robert and Mae Ryan, Terry Galloway, Timothy Melton, and I would also like to thank those of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of Melvin Douglas Johnson, our Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, John Kays, Ray Neighbors, Rick Smith second, Glenn Still, Charles C. B. Banks, King's Cadence, and Deep Enough. We thank you guys so much for keeping us on the air this last year. All right, get your pens and papers and wells and journals and all that good stuff ready because it is time for, you know what it's time for? Boom, inspiration from the inkwell, our mini workshop. So first thing I want to remember, remind you is that our project for the year is working on time capsules. And I'm going to go into this in more detail. I had a poem that I was going to read to you that has inspired this project for the year but I'm going to do that next time and go into a lot more detail on this next time. But right now I'm just going to, you know, kind of briefly touch on this where I want to have us put together time capsules where if in 2000 years, someone digs up this thing, what are you going to tell them about you? What words do you want to share? What poems do you want known to the world? 2000 years, from what piece of you do you want to leave buried so that somewhere in time, share a piece of yourself with them. Those are the things I want you to keep in mind. And you can just start out with a little box in your closet and start throwing things in there, anything you want. You know, it can be a trinket. It can be a news article. It can be your favorite book, depending on how big you want your time capsule to be. All right. But just start putting together things, you know, print out a poem, whatever it is of yours, one of your books, and uh, start putting together the things you want in your time capsule. And we'll go into more detail on this once I find the poem that I want to read you that sparked this project. Now, as I go through the workshop portion of this, if you don't get everything written down, don't worry. You can always come back after the beginning or after the the show is over and re-listen to the beginning of the program to grab whatever you missed. And remember, we have 17 years worth of podcasts here. It is an absolutely amazing tool for you to utilize if you're ever sitting down and thinking, hmm, I wonder what I could write about. What do I want to do tonight? I'm kind of short on ideas. You can come back and listen to the first 15 minutes of any of our programs and I don't think we did it for the first couple of years. We did interviews, and when we switched from doing interviews, we started doing um, doing the uh, workshop portion and you know we may start doing some interview shows again this year. I think that would be kind of fun and incorporate them into interview workshops. We'll see how that goes. so let's jump right into this and start off by giving you this week's poetry prompts now. I want to thank everyone who posted these amazing prompts for tonight's show. Each week I put up a post on my page in the morning asking you poets for title prompts for the show in the evening, and these are the ones that you gave me, so thank you, all of you. There's some really fun ones in here. Remember, poetry prompts are like seeds planted. They're meant to grow into poems, and With that said, you can use them as a title of your poem. You can use it as a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. And beyond that, whatever you do with it is entirely up to you. All right, so let's get started. Your prompts are, number one, blind to nothing. Blind to nothing. Number two, love language. Love language. Number three, my old friend. My old friend. Number four, women can do anything they want. Women can do anything they want. Number five, an addiction I never quit. An addiction I never quit. Thank you, poets. Number six, the breeze. By the breeze. Number seven, I want to do nothing. Do you guys have five days like that? I want to do nothing. Number eight, start digging. Start digging. Number nine, broken chains. Broken chains. Number 10, her last words. Her last words. Number 11, seeing the whole of me. Seeing the whole of me. Number 12, Rage Through Acceptance. Rage Through Acceptance. Number 13, Who Let the Poets Out? Who Let the Poets Out? Okay, I'm done. Number 14, No Eye Has Seen, No Ear Has Heard. No Eye Has Seen, No Ear Has Heard. And number 15, Poetry soup, poetry soup. Now, remember, you can write one poem per prompt. You can mix and match the prompts, or you can use all the lines in one poem. It's entirely up to you. So next, let's go to your pick-apart-a-prompt writing exercise. Now, remember, before you sit down and write to any of the 15 prompts I just gave you, in fact, before you sit down and write to anything you're thinking of writing to, you should do this exercise. All right. This exercise is a highlight that what we do with the prompt before we write to it is far more important than what we actually write. It keeps us from it keeps us from falling into the rut of grabbing a hold of the first thing our brain thinks of when we hear something that inspires us. Because our brains have muscle memory just like anything else. Or you know, you, you hit your leg with a Me with a little hammer thing and you're going to kick the doctor in the face, right? Muscle memory or whatever that is. No, that's reflexes. Muscle memory. Muscle memory is what makes you type and not have to think about what you're typing anymore. Anyway, you know what it is. I don't need to explain it to you. So your brain has that too. So if I tell you something like the color red and you all wrote down the first couple of things you thought about, I am... Pretty, it's instead of what you guys write, is going to be the same thing because we're all going to pull up things that are common for the word red. Like if I said everyone write down the first five things you think of when you think of the color red, probably 95% of you will have the word heart in there. Okay, that's muscle memory. What I want to do is help train you and teach you to think beyond the predictable, beyond the basic, and that's what this exercise does. Okay, so to do this, Train yourself to do this. What I would like you today to do today is not today, right now, later, but you can do it today. I would like you to open up to a clean journal page. And starting at the top, I want you to write down the first prompt, Blind to Nothing. And then I want you to write down at least six different ideas of poems you could write to that one prompt. So don't write a poem yet. I want you to think of six different poems you can write using that one prompt. Okay, when you're done with that, go to number two, number three, all the way down to the bottom until you have at least six different ideas of poems you could write to each of the different prompts. You will not get through this exercise without something grabbing a hold of you, and you're going to be off and writing. And when you're done, you are going to sit there and go, oh, my God, OMG, where did that come from? And it's going to be something a little different than you normally write. This is fun to do. It's exciting to do. It's, it's amazing the things you find when you dig deep into the shadows of your brain, when you get beyond the basic. Nobody wants to write the basic poem. Find your unique voice. Find the poem. Only you can write. Okay? All right. Next, your journal assignment. Your journal assignment is yoga pants time with your muses. It's not writing for popular consumption. This is like one-on-one time with your thoughts. You know, once you spit it out and sort it out and sort through it, if something turns up that's writable, great. That's awesome. But I just don't want you to be in that mindset when you go into this. This is like free writing sandbox time with your thoughts. No reins, no fences, no boundaries, just free fall free writing. Just chase your thoughts so they run out. And don't be afraid of wrong turns or dark alleys. Just follow it wherever they may take you. And then sort it out when you're done. Spit it out and sort it out later. So this week I would like you to start by opening up your journal to a clean page and I want you to begin with a sentence, it was the last thing I wanted to hear. It was the last thing I wanted to hear, and then just continue writing wherever whatever pops into your beautiful, brilliant mind. I want you to write this. It was the last thing I wanted to hear, but she said it anyway. And blah 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 blah. Okay, just write whatever you want until you're done. Try to write for at least five minutes though before you stop. All right, your writing assignment for this week is paraphrasing. You know when you're sitting there and we hit a wall in our writing. Such as um, you know, having a thought or a phrase that's just that just doesn't sit well, one that doesn't seem to qu- seem to be quite right, doesn't say quite what we want it to say, or you know it, it feels like the flow of it's just kind of wrong. Maybe it feels like it's a bit too commonplace and predict. I want you to stop for a moment and try this paraphrasing exercise. All right and this skill will help us develop new angles for attacking word problems that we run across into our writing for example let's say we're working on a poem and we write the birds flew south for the winter now this sounds like this, this sounds very common and a bit lackluster right it's devoid of any real originality or unique personality and in actuality it's quite overused and a bit generic the birds flew south south for the winter That's what we wanted to say, because, you know, the birds did indeed fly south for the winter, right? So how do we fix this? We do that by paraphrasing. Now, this this assignment involves changing, paraphrasing involves changing, let me explain that first. Paraphrasing involves changing the structure and wording of the original text while keeping the main ideas intact. And so let's use that as an example, that line, the birds flew south for the winter. Instead, we could say, um, when the summer ended, the birds flew south. Or the warm weather caused to the south. Or warm weather invited the birds to fly south. Or with the winds chill at their backs, the birds once again flew towards a southern whisper of promised warmth. Okay, so you just play till the right words fall into place. You just rewrite it and reword it and rethink it and roll it over. It's like playing with something. It's like carrying a cherry stem in a knot with your tongue until it just happens, right? You just play with it until it fits. So this week, your exercise or your assignment in paraphrasing is to rewrite the line. First of all, start out by rewriting rewriting the line, the birds flew south for the winter. Try to figure some really cool and creative and poetic ways to say that without using that line. Then I would like you to choose four lines from any well-known poems. Think like Poe or Billy Collins or Yates or Tupac, right? (laughs) Pick four lines from some well-known poem or song or whatever, and I want you to rewrite those lines over and over till they are completely and uniquely your own thoughts but still say the exact same thing. Next, I want you to do the same thing with four lines from your own poems and see what you come up with by pushing the thought a little bit further than you did before. All right. This one is actually really super fun, too. So I hope that you do this. And if you really want to have a fun challenge, all right, pick someone from the Speakeasy community and say, hey, trade four lines with me. You give them four of your lines from poems and let them give you four of theirs, and you can just sit there and rewrite each other's lines and see what you come up with. You know, this is really good for honing. I'm always talking about your own unique voice, and that's really important to me because one of the complaints that I hear about is when people submit poems and they don't get accepted and they get very discouraged and they don't submit poems for publication anymore. And, you know, all of this self-publishing and all that's great, but, you know, having something accepted to a publication is pretty awesome, you know, and pretty it, it, it it's pretty confirming about our talents. You know, it makes us feel good. It lets us know that, you know, it's not just us that likes our work. Somebody else that has no reason to even like us can look at a piece of work we wrote and say, yeah, this is good. Let's put it in. You know, there's something that's pretty powerful about that. And I, I really recommend that we all do that, reach out to journalists and submit our work to them. But what if they kick it back and they don't want it? You know, and and perhaps you entered a poem to a journal that was, you know, under the theme of summer and you submitted your poem about summer. Well your poem's probably fantastic, right? But you're competing with a couple of them who wrote poems about summer. And chances are a lot of them are pretty similar. It comes back to writing the basic. You have to get away from the knee jerk reaction, the the typical poem the basic poem that everybody thinks about when they hear something that inspires them you know we're sitting there and we hear something and all of a sudden this thought jumps in our brain and we think oh my god my muse is so awesome and you're off and running but that's not your muse that's muscle memory all right you have to play with your muse you have to tease her there has to be a little bit of foreplay you know you have to warm her up to get her work for you so doing things like this really hone your own unique voice As a writer and it takes practice and this is one of the things that you can do that will help you explore and find that voice. So I really hope that you have fun with some of these and I would love to hear some examples like I just read off that little thing. You know, if you guys do this, I would love to hear some examples of what you come up with. Okay. So remember as food for our creative souls, we are focusing on reading, reading, reading. If you are not reading more than you are writing, you are what you are doing it backwards. That's right. You have to have input in order to have output. The more input you have, the better output you'll have, and the more unique your writing will be. All right, as our writer's discipline, this is non-negotiable. Every day, I want you to go out and write a haiku poem. All I'm asking for is 17 syllables, and if you do nothing else, this is the one, if nothing else that I ever recommend to you to help you become a writer, writer. This is it. This is the one thing. What was that movie, City Slippers, where Billy Crystal holds up? You know, one thing. This is the one thing, all right, that you can do that will help you on so many levels to become a better writer. And I don't care if you don't like haiku poems. Write a 17-syllable sentence instead. Don't get hung up on the fact that it's a haiku. I don't like that. It doesn't matter. That's why it's called a discipline. Three lines, five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables, or a 17-syllable sentence if it makes you feel better. Each day, I want you to go out into the world and find something worth 17 syllables. From point A to point B, all day long, you are running around doing stuff for other people. Take 17 syllables of your time back. You deserve that. Your creative side deserves that. You need that. It is vital to feed that side of you. 17 syllables give that to yourself carry a paper and a pencil with you write it down when you think it don't say oh i'll come back and write it later jot it down fix it later if it's not perfect but get it written down all right let's run through those prompts once again for you very quickly number one blind to nothing two love language three my old friend four women can do anything they want breeze seven i want to do nothing eight Start digging nine broken chains 10 her last words 11 seeing the whole of me 12 rage through acceptance 13 who left the poets out 14 no eye has seen no ear has heard i really like that one number 15 poetry soup okay that's it for this edition of Inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini-workshop. Remember, if you missed anything, you can come back after the show is over and re-listen to the beginning of the archived podcast and jot down whatever you missed. All right, I am going to play an audio recording. We always start and end every episode with a track from one of You our Poets. If you're interested in having your piece played on the air, you can send me the file if it's a way that I can... Access a download through Facebook, or you can send it to me to our email, which is the T-H-E, the Speakeasy Cafe, the word that is in the title, thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. Make sure you put MP3 file, audio track, something like that in the subject line for me. We will get it uploaded to the show's library and play it for the world. Our beautiful Miss Epiphany is who is going to be bringing us tonight. It's called Our Old Hat and Silver Pumps. Here we
1: go.
2: I know you're the rather shy type, so I shall try to make it easy on you. With great delicacy and grand deliberation, I will even slip them on. The ones you dig, the silver come fuck me, pump. You know the ones you ask me about. Just promise me you'll wear that old hat and hum in my ear, because I do not crave just any ordinary circumstances. Maybe because you are so very extraordinary. You may want to bring some tools and some snacks. But we're going to be here for a minute. Provisions are also necessary for the long haul. And bring that Superfly soundtrack too. On vinyl though, I like it like that. In my ear with you near. It won't get better than that. But don't forget that old hat. I might even rock it if you ask me to, as I am impossibly in love with you. I doubt if there's anything I will not do. I read your mind 1,000 years ago when you changed mine. That's when I asked it to stop time and just stay exactly where we were just the same it obeyed because i bet you didn't know we were lovers then much like we are now we just had no inclination yet so we got some catching up to do me and you one thousand years is a very long time a long time to go without you your lips to mine so now we wake and now we make love like lives depend upon it, maybe mine does. Just be absolutely sure to bring your old hat. And I'll wear my silver fuck me pumps and the rest will wipe itself.
0: That was Epiphany Castro with Old Hat Silver Pumps. Absolutely love her so much. It's been a while since we've heard from her. You know, she's doing some pretty awesome things right now, though. All right. So, once again, the number to call in if you would like to read tonight is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in. So listen for your telephone area code or that cute little British lady saying, unmuted, and you know, it's your turn to talk. When I bring you on, even if I call you by name, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really important that you have your name attached to your work and that people know who is reading, okay? So please, please make sure you introduce yourself. Right now you can read two poems. Um, If it changes at any point, if the lines get too busy and I have to cut you back to one, I will let you know. I'm going to try real hard to keep my yammering to a minimum so that we can keep you all at two and get you all on in our time frame for this evening. So right now you're good for two. When you're done reading, please make sure that you give your URL. It's real important that people know how to find you and get to know you and your work better. And then remember, we have a mature rating. So that means you're bound to hear just about anything here tonight. I never know what someone's going to read when I unmute them, with the exception of hardcore erotica porn poems. You know, there's some great Great adult poetry shows out there where you can read your adult-themed poems, but you can't hear because we just have a mature rating, not an adult rating. So you know where that line is. Don't cross it, and we will be good to go. I'm going to go ahead and give you the first four callers so you kind of have a heads-up where you are in the lineup, and I will continue to update you as we go along tonight. Our first caller comes from area code 702, followed by 531. 731, and 216. Those are our first four callers tonight. I do want to let Miss Karen know at 518 that you are not in the lineup. So, Karen, if you would like to come on and read tonight, press 1, and that will let me know that you want me to unmute you. If you're here and just hanging out with us and listening to the show, really appreciate you being here. Appreciate you. You're amazing, and thank you. If you change your mind at any time, 518 Press one, and that will let me know that it's okay to unmute you. But for now, listen to the show and enjoy. I see that we have Martha down here, who is a big help with our show. Appreciate her support. And we have Kisheda online. Kishada, if you decide you want to read tonight, just press one, and we will be good to go. All right. Let's go ahead and get 702, the man who needs no introduction. Why am I speaking like Captain Kirk? Jimmy, are you with us, man on the wing?
3: <laughs> hey, Nyla, Jimmy Ray Davis, word machinist. So happy to be here. Um, I do have a, a, I do have to put on my Uber Dad cape here pretty quick, so I won't be able to hit you with all my glorious, charming banter. But you know. I'll still be here with you in spirit after I'm off, and I'll try to get back because I want to hear Karen. If she you know, why in.
0: don't you why don't you read one now, then Uber Dad, and then when you jump back in the lineup, I'll bring you on to read a second one, and that way you can do both.
3: Nah, I will get I have time to do okay. both of them.
4: Um, you
0: do you. But uh,
3: Karen, I did uh, send her the link, so I am so glad she's here. I hope she does call in; that would be great.
0: You're really butchering that homemade pen, aren't you?
3: Oh, man, I want that pen. Look, I, I use my coffee mug every day. <laughs> someone asked me. I was so at We had Missy's birthday party la- this last weekend, and somebody asked, um, or the weekend before, and somebody asked, like I was drinking the coffee out of why do you drink out of a coffee mug with your own face on it? And I said, because I'm awesome.
5: <laughs> right? Why? Have you seen that right? face, I mean, you guys?
3: What, what, why, why wouldn't I? I mean, the only mug I would post- rather
0: have
3: would be a Nyla mug.
0: Well, see, that could be arranged.
3: I know it could. I know it could.
0: I'm, so, I'm, Morning hair and everything. You know what? You need to take <laughs> a picture of yourself with that mug and post it because I haven't seen you with that mug yet.
3: Okay. Well, I can do that. That's okay. not a problem. Okay. That's an easy homework. <laughs> um, two quick announcements. Uh, so I have uh, big problems on Facebook uh, today. And it might be something they did, and if they did, it's going to really affect uh, posting there. So on my poetry page there, it's automatically converting my videos to reels, and that's not good. That's not good for me. Um, Reels do not reach your core audience. Reels reach more people, but more strangers. If you're going to do a video where you're going to sneak up on the wife while she's getting something out of the oven, she screams, the banana bread goes flying, that's good for reels. Poetry, you need to connect with your base. And so I'm trying to work that out. We'll see what happens with that. Um,
0: you know, Not you can really post happy. them on YouTube and then post the YouTube link on your page and let them go to Reels because there's nothing wrong with people who have never experienced Mr. Jimmy Ray Davis word machinist being introduced to you.
3: No,
4: so but if you I, figure out it, a way
0: to work that out, it could be a good thing.
3: Yeah, the Reels are – I've tried Reels, and they don't do well for me at all. Um the problem with YouTube and why I haven't expanded there more is that I have to. I'm posting on TikTok and Instagram, and those are posted in a standard phone format. Uh, YouTube, I have to do a nine sixteen ratio, so which means I have to literally d- produce the video twice because everything changes when you change the ratio. So we'll look into it. We'll figure it out. You know, me, angle, it that ain't gonna hold me down. So now <laughs> I brought you. Two, I brought you. I sent them to you. I sent these phones to you. So read along. Um, As you always request, Uh, these are two newer ones posted last week. And the first one is The Girl with Green Eyes. Loretta's looking sultry as she eyes the avenue. Doug is late again, dancing in street shoes. He wants so bad to come home, but distraction is on the fly, following with puppy legs after The Girl with Green Eyes. Tony plays a cheap cello on the corner of third and carp with an empty broken tip jar and an aching trembling heart. Rosins up his crooked bow waxing mournful as he spies a mysterious girl across the street, a girl with jade green eyes. Taxicab pilots beat their horns with no emotion or care, eyeing the empty meter bar looking for a southbound fare. In a back alley, a lonely man sits amid the trash and cries. A drunken bard dreaming hard of a girl with green eyes. East Ernie stumbles hard, fumbling for smoke. The red is due as he tries to recall his favorite dirty joke. Something about two men in a bridge, one's a sailor, one's a spy. A tacky punchline evades his brain about a girl with green eyes. Robbie was a fight club champ at Johnny Toco's gym, could kill a man with his bare hands so they all avoided him. Now he's overweight and out of shape, sipping whiskey as he cries, oblivious of the door knock-knock from the girl with green eyes. Gina talks to the pigeons down at the old forgotten park, a bag lady now but once a queen, a former beauty deep and dark tries to find a coherent thought, get a little peace of mind, her jealousy unguarded caught by the girl with green eyes. Well, Mario's at the pool hall, though billiards is not his game, trying to pay a loan shark with broken finger pain. He could have been a contender instead of wallowing in a sty. Now he's a loon with a drunken croon about a girl with green eyes. The girl skips with a hair flip, strolling on her merry way. No inner fire or need to inspire, she just wants to run and play. Her radio play is a Joplin tune, her reveal is none too shy. Contacts unplied, laughs at the lie, the girl with brown eyes. And peace.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, I love that so much. Mainly because I have brown eyes and I wear green contacts sometimes. So it really resonates with me.
6: <laughs> so that's so <what> with you.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I love that. I, lo- I love the way you, the character development you do in your poems. I am just, I still think that we really need to do a workshop on that.
3: No, we don't. I you know I, the thing is now that I really want to paint a picture so this kind of is a, is a, maybe an extended type of poem similar to the first Wild Wildwood where we have a lot of characters a lot of down and outers obviously there's a common thread the girl with green eyes um, so you don't get a lot about them but you get enough I, I hope anyway that you picture the scene as it, it
0: paints un- a picture for sure.
3: And uh, on that note, I had an idea come to me. Um, these are the hardest poems for me to write. The, the poems, when I have a, a full idea come on, I'm like, oh, wow, I, this is a story. This is an idea. This is something I have to write, and I know what's going to happen. But transferring that poetically and making it concise and making it work as a poem, that can be a challenge. So this one took me a little while, and it changed the – the. Uh, A big part of the story changed, but ultimately the framework was intact. And this is what I came up with. This is Timeless Love and Magic. I see the young woman open the passenger door and sit down in the seat. There is no driver. Moments later, she gets out, walks around the back entering and sitting behind the wheel without missing a beat. Strange, strange enough for me to follow as she drives to the park where she exits the car, walking around the back and entering, sitting shotgun once again. Although she is not with a friend, she appears to be talking to someone, someone who just isn't there. She walks to a nearby bench, smiling like a child and chattering to her invisible companion. Sitting down, she clenches her hand to the left of her, holding on, holding on, still smiling that same way, like a kid on Christmas Day. Laughing all of a sudden, she rises and skips to a nearby cafe, still animated and talking all the way. Ordering a soft drink, she sips it and giggles before disappearing into a movie theater along the strand, hand in in invisible hand. I wait in the park, my thoughts buzzing like bees on a honeysuckle afternoon. Is she crazy or maybe just lonely? Does she need help? And the big question, should I intervene? Yes. Yes. I am now compelled to play Guess and Tell. I hear laughter, the after-movie kind, shrill and wild as that of a child. I approach and she smiles, a knowing grin. That cafe used to be a soda fountain. I look down thinking, someone is lost in Yonkers. Yep, totally bonkers. I'm not crazy, she says. She explains that every year on this day, she relives her last date with her Joseph before he went off to fight in the big war. Their love was so great, it transcended heaven's gate, and he visits again and again, evermore. Oh, you can't see him, but he's standing right there. Now... Excuse me, I have to take him to embark on his final destination, a bus station just out of town. That was over 80 years ago, I muse, and you are still so young. How is is that possible? After letting Joseph into the car, she turns back to me. Don't believe everything you see from the ashes of something tragic. Life and love goes on, timeless love and a little magic too, and peace
0: wow that was really different for you <laughs> that was that, that that I loved this, but it was different, like you said. you know my favorite line in this piece? You know, I'm always talking about using, you know, coming up with lines that are unique and powerful and, you know, that can really evoke an emotional response or a feeling or you can taste when you hear them. And when you said, Mm -hmm. my thoughts buzzing like bees on a honeysuckle afternoon, I love that line so much.
3: It's so funny because as soon as you said, do you know what my favorite line is? I scrolled up really quick, and that's exactly where I stopped. And I almost said it, but I wonder if <laughs> you. Said. Um, yeah, you know that it's it's well, you you know me and my work probably at least as much or more than most others, and uh, I will take. Different Johnson, I will do different things, um, yeah. but it, but it's it's a constant exploration. You know, I, I never I never want. And we talked about this before. You know, don't relegate yourself in, and stay in one area. If you have any kind of feeling of exploring or branching out at all, just do it. Just do it because there's so much. There's so many ways and places that we can take our words. Um, this definitely had a fantasy element to it. Um, the original story in my head was an elderly lady, and she was – the same stuff with the car and the park and everything else, but she was just enacting um, her late husband's and her last date, but he wasn't actually there. She was just doing this to kind of honor him. And then as I, as I started writing it, I thought, oh, wouldn't this be cool she was young, and her husband actually went to fight in World War II, and she's still – and so that's where we where we ended up with it, so – Definitely a fun piece to no, write. no
0: when you when you got to that part, knowing your brain like I do, I thought you were gonna it was gonna end up where you don't understand he lived, but I died, and you're dead too. That's why she still looked young you know, <laughs> I, I just her something in me just really I, thought it was gonna go that way
3: i love i know. I love that. You came up with that because um, I actually had quite a few interpretations. And another interpretation was that the narrator of the story was the one who had passed. So, and I just love that. I I think it's great. Like some writers may, oh, you know, I really meant this. I don't. It's whatever you want it to be. All interpretations are welcome, and those sometimes in turn inspire me. But. However, Nyla. On that note, I, I'm getting uh, I'm getting paged now, so I have to go. So, listen, okay. it's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure. I love calling in. I'll be here next week. Uh, Jimmy Ray Davis. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram under the name Word Machinist, and Facebook. If I can get this page up, I have works there, but there will be no new pieces until I can figure it out. It is Jimmy Ray Davis poetry? Nyla, thank you so much.
0: Thank you, hon. You did great tonight. I appreciate you so much. Give the boys hugs for me and give Missy a, a, a big kiss. I will do. All right. Thanks, Jimmy.
3: All right. Good night.
0: Good night, hun. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 513. 513, you're on. on the air. Miss Scarlett. Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you, hun. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Absolutely wonderful. It's amazing to hear from you.
1: I'm excited to be here. I was trying to get my little one down for for sleep. <laughs> and I was worried I was gonna miss my place online. Oh, no, we got so, you. Um, hello you... <laughs> Hello everyone. Um my name is Scarlett Ripberger. And um I was invited here by Jimmy. Uh, once again, I got to give him credit for introducing me to the show, and um, I think I'm got a couple things to read here tonight. Um, they're newer ones, and I um, just wrote them recently, so hopefully you guys like them. Um, the first one I'm going to read. Let's see here. Da-da-da. Um, Okay, this is a little bit, I just kind of, I wrote this thinking about how um, mothers tend to feel like they lose parts of themselves when they have children um, and that they have to find themselves again later on, Um, but I wrote this piece, it's very short, and I hope you guys enjoy it. They say we lose a bit of ourselves when we become mothers because we are giving so much away. And if I'm losing myself means you are thriving, you can have every piece of me and poem <laughs>
6: as a mother, I
1: appreciate that piece very much, <laughs> so yeah, I just you know, and that is we do tend to give every part of ourselves to them, so um so I don't mind it as long as as long as they're thriving, right, <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and then at this, I'm debating whether or not I want to do a, a little bit of a longer one here, but I'll just do this one. It's not too long. It's medium size. <laughs> Um And this one is a recent one that I wrote too, and this one is kind of about the quirkiness of my, my family. So um, I don't have a title for it, but I hope you guys like it. I'm always the first to wake, but I don't mind. Laying silently in a bed, cool to the brim. The windows let in the first rays of light, painting patterns on my walls, waking the plants and the sun catchers. It's a puzzle how we all fit, overlapping a bit, but nevertheless we're snug. In the silence, I enjoy your shallow breath as you all find comfort in dreamland. The cats and dogs burrow wherever they see fit, and my legs are intertwined with yours. All the way from the other side, as you, see, as someone snuck in in the middle of the night, bringing with them every stuffy they slept with that night. Little hands reaching for me tightly, sits perfectly right beside me. The perfect middle piece. And just like that, before my morning coffee, we've completed this masterpiece. All while you slumber, and I enjoy the peace. Buy a bigger bed, we thought we'd enjoy the extra room. Strange how quickly a king size bed manifests into a twin. End poem.
0: (laughs) That was wonderful.
1: Thank you. I'm so
0: glad that you called in and read those. Those both made me very happy inside.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad you like them. I was going a little bit lighter, and I've just been writing a lot about family, Um, trying to kind of do the things that bring me lots of joy. So, um i I'm glad you guys liked it. So thank you. Absolutely um, loved it.
0: Thank you so much, sweetheart. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um I, I can pretty much be found on every platform. Um Scarlet Ripberger, My last name is spelled R. I. P. B. E. R. G. E. R. Um, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, um Scarlet Lay Poet or Scarlet you know, Scarlet Ripper is usually where you can find me, um, and that's what I just just published my most recent book, and it's actually um, in a couple of days I'll be having my little month anniversary of it being out for a month. So um, I hope you guys come and check me out. And um, I'm a huge supporter of art, supporting art, so I'm always um, looking for new people to follow and enjoy their poetry as well.
0: If you get a chance, Scarlett get the link to where people can find your new book and yeah. post it on my Facebook page so that it's yeah it's easy for everyone to just run over there and grab it if they're, if they're not on your contact list yet. And then they can find you easier that way as well.
1: Yeah, I'll just put my link tree up because it's got all my pages and links to my book on it. So I'll just go over to your Facebook and add that. Perfect. All right, so sweetheart. I appreciate me, that so friend. much. Mm-hmm.
0: Our pleasure. We'll see you next week, honey.
1: All right, have a good
0: night. You too. All right, our next caller comes from area code seven three one seven three one. you are on the air, Mr. Firefly, love of my heart.
7: Oh, it's really clear up this, my head, really tight. it said, oh, you did. and it really freaked me out. I know that. Uh, Michael Todd calling from West Tennessee. How are you, Michael? Hearing, uh, I'm doing great, Hey, look. So uh, tonight, I have already, I've had the best time. Okay, I'm just gonna take a minute, to tell you this. The my favorite thing about the show for years has just been listening to you ramble on about anything. Okay, if you talk for 15 or 20 minutes about anything, I'm just I'm caught up, you know. And my second favorite thing is when you talk with Jimmy Ray about anything. Okay, so. It, I've got on this kick in the last year when you and Jimmy Ray are talking, you're time traveling. You're never in the here and now. You're always somewhere else, okay? And and that adds a lot to it because sometimes you'll say things and be going like, uh-uh, careful. You know, like like uh, uh, my favorite scenario is you're in the late 1950s in the in, uh, middle Ohio. And there's just some phrases and things like that you can't say in public, but you're sitting in a booth at <laughs> a diner, and you're carrying on conversations. Like some things you can't say that. That's never been invented. We don't talk with that kind of slang, you know, careful. And and it's, uh, <laughs> that's totally insane. I know I just thought I'd share that with you.
6: <clears throat> I love that.
7: You're going to think about that. You're going to think about that later. Fortunately, Jimmy's not listening, so I'm going to have to explain myself to him. I have two forms tonight because <laughs> I didn't have anything prepared, so I just scanned back over the stuff that I've been downloading at work, the old stuff that's so Well, pick, some, pick a couple you like, Mike, that make you happy. Okay, I think I will. This is from 2012. This one is called The Happy Narcissist. Here's to that girl, often talked about, who never met a mirror she did not adore. One that only affirms, never casts doubts. She sees, smiles, often whispers, score. Never one to be seen out, not in fashion. Not averse to calling out her own name when caught up in the throes of passion. Those moments which allow for (laughs) self-acclaim. Short on admirers, but I have to wonder why. Truly, this girl never meant anyone harm. Why blame her for giving it her best try? It's not her fault she cannot hide her charm. At least she does not sulk around in a pout. Rather she can be counted on to radiate. What is the gain in reveling in self-doubt? Put it to a number. She knows she will rate. She knows their sin pays no mind, shrugs it all off and considers the source. They have no right or reason to be so unkind. Just let it ride we're not inclined to endorse. I have a personal interest. I really admit. Whole hard back. I live her when she says, Do these pants work? Well, do they fit or how do I love me? I'll let you count the ways. End point.
8: Oh, I love that.
0: <laughs> I like the part where she uh, she's not above calling out her own name in the throes of passion. <laughs> i'm just I'm just picturing that slapping <laughs> her own ass, you know
7: well, some people might listen to that and go, Well, he's just a sorry excuse for a human being. No, I'm not hell, I've got Taylor' Swift for a ringtone. that's the kind of guy I am.,
0: <laughs> oh, I love her. all right, what's the second one you're reading, baby?
7: The second one, um. Everybody might not get this. The fact is, this could only happen in the deep south. The all-cliche poem of unrequited love. We met at my favorite singles retreat, the local Target department store. She was the quintessential soccer mom, a vision who could ask for more. We started slowly, planned a lunch at Fridays, comfort in a crowd at first. Graduated to more intimate settings at a local club We could quench our thirst Seemed every place we went She was known well by others who called her by name She appeared to delight in introducing me With great pride as her new flame Things went so well for me in time I did away with my little black book She was all I required All I would ever need Could make my day with a word or a look I should have seen it coming distant looks, mystery texts from unknown others. When she began breaking dates for a myriad of reasons, I was feeling more like a brother. I'm an optimistic guy, looking on the bright side. To me, the glass is always half full, but last week, after heavy petting, she called me Mother, knowing my name was Earl. You can catch more flies with honey and vinegar, so I kept my cool so shoulders off. Think about it, who wants a bunch of flies anyway? She we continue to evolve. Appearance may be deceiving. After a storm comes to calm, may be better days ahead. Every cloud has a silver lining, but lately with her, I only expect storms instead. Keep your nose to the grindstone and your shoulders to the wheel. You can work it out. Even this bliss, I could go overflow, sadly smothered the with feelings of doubt. So as I stare at her like a calf looking at a new gate, knowing I'm losing all hope, I'm feeling confused as though I don't know if I've lost a cow or found a rope. I decided to take the bull by horns and confront her all of my doubts and fears. Was this chance worth taking? Comparing apples to oranges might result in only tears. I would open the floodgates and cry me a river to get her to make her position plain. To my surprise, stunned robotic disguise, she said, Bubba was the universal nickname.
0: You know your storytelling ability and flow is phenomenal. Thank you. I can see why you picked those two, and they made your heart happy.
7: And that's they why did. They how really you sh- did. That's
0: how you should pick them. And you know, that's how you should pick what you read.
7: I'd rather be happy than sad. Me too. If anybody wants to find me, they can find me at miketide.blogspot.com That's M-Y-K-E-T-O-D-D If you stop by and say hello, I'll say hello back because that's the way we are down here in West Tennessee. We friendly. All
0: right, Michael. I'm so glad you called in.
7: Thank you for saying. Now, you know what time it is? It's time for me to get back to work at the office and make room for the next individual who's coming to share their wares. Good night, Miss Nyla.
0: You just made my heart so happy. I love you. Thank you. That was beautiful. Good night. Good night, honey. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, that was exciting. He knows why. All right. I'm going to go ahead and give the next four callers kind of give you an idea where you are we have mama coming up next at 216 followed by 573-512-346-213 give you an idea where we are all right let's go ahead and get 216 mama my love are you with me
9: yes my darling i am how I'm are you barely, doing mama barely with you i was in emergency yesterday with All kind of blood pressure, they found some kind of um, something. So I got to stop doing stuff and try to stay alive. That's the bottom line. So it was um, 14th yesterday, Valentine's Day, so I'm going to keep the spirit of Valentine's Day going. And I'm going to read Saturday or not. I wrote in 2011. And it was about my first marriage that I didn't get to even enjoy because <clears throat> my husband was taken away before even we only had like a, a wedding, a big wedding, and then a honeymoon, and then he was gone. So it's called Saturday or Not because <clears throat> the next Saturday he was gone. And that's the name of the piece, Saturday or Not shadows on walls falling from the setting sun, leaving behind dreams of which I was the star. Who's going to finish this dream? Who can complete this dream? This dream that captured my soul. When you left out, I waited. I waited, but you never returned. Who's going to love me? Who's going to continue to love me? Who will tell them those lies were untrue? Who will kiss me in the morning now that I don't have you? Shadows on walls, talk to me. When the sun is rising, whispering ever so gently that soon it will be all right. But I, I'm exhausted from forced smiling. I stand alone, devoid of pain. And pain would feel so right. We never even had a chance to have a lover's fight. Your dream was never to be dreamt again. That's the dream I am in. So who will finish holding me? Who will say goodnight? What happens to the love we shared when love has been forgotten? One more day until Sunday Saturday Or not The dream has ended abruptly The drama's now unfolding My lover's gone And only the shadow knows The secrets he was holding I stand alone Devoid of pain And pain would feel so right Seven days we were married Before they tore my love away Tomorrow For me, now means nothing. Even though it would have been Sunday, I want no more tomorrow. I don't even want today. Paul. Wow. Wow. You know,
8: knowing,
0: knowing your history... Knowing your story, knowing you the way that I do, I think that even weighs heavier on me. That was phenomenal.
9: Uh, Yesterday was, um, you know, today, Valentine's Day. And I was just listening to Jimmy's piece, too. And I was thinking about Jimmy's piece, well, about the lady talking to nobody. And she was sitting in the driver's side of somebody was driving but with today's technology, I thought he was talking about one of those self-driving cars at first. So I was like, wow, Jimmy. <laughs> she was talking to no to nobody. <laughs> and I said, well, she wasn't driving. Somebody was driving. The car was driving itself. And then he explained the poor man, it was so cool. I really did like that. Pretty cool. But you got to remember, like, technology make everybody look crazy now. You're talking to yourself and driving. Nobody's driving, you know. <laughs> <and everything. laughs> yeah, that was really cool. So did you want me to do the second one?
10: Of course.
9: Okay. This is called To the Youth of the Twenty First Century in Twenty Eleven. <clears throat> the under <clears throat> the under thirty crowd. Needs to check the over 40 crowd. What kind of mess are they leading these struggling young folks in? Still teaching them that materialism and hedonism and egotism is the order of the day? Never taking up the call of "Yeah, party over here, shake your booty over there, spend your money on some Gucci. But do not forget to blame the youth. Tell them lies about being good. Tell them to go to college and go to church. Then they will get a good job and they won't be beat down. Or they won't go to one of those new prisons that are built especially for them. Teach them to ignore the facts and speak only opinions. Opinions. Like remember, boys and girls, all authorities are not bad. But I remember even as a burn victim In the middle of my pain I remember the firemen pushing up on me <laughs> I felt so vulnerable I couldn't even talk Memories of that Overrides the pain The point is They take advantage of the vulnerable So why mention the few that might be good At causing guard and At putting their guards down <clears throat> Such as was when the pedophile priests and other people pretending things were normal, keeping children in harm's way, basically no one wanted to leave their comfort zone. How about the hangings and killings abuse of authority with masses contend the masses contend with before the truth is owned? Younger ones watching the older ones passing down those messages. Cowards blaming the youth when they should be asking them for forgiveness for dropping the ball, yet instead they drop opinions ignoring the facts and blame the youth for acting the way they act. This generation is left out in the cold trying to survive a new war with outdated ammunition. This is to my young people. I love you. I will never give up on you. But do not amuse yourself to death. Find your serious side in serious times. Take care of your business first and then have fun later. Create environments that are friendly. Organize survival groups. Learn to ignore the losers. Use your wisdom and intuition. Pay attention to details and know your enemy. Do not react to buzzwords. Know what buzzwords are. Oh, we shall talk later on that. But never, ever disrespect givers of life like your mothers, sisters, or your wives. Even if she's the worst woman you have ever seen, never rape or delight in others pulling trains. Take your rightful place as leaders. Remember, most of your roads were paved by slaves. Slaves who could barely read if they could read at all. And not much has changed. Knowledge was lost. You need to learn how to plant and grow. Entrepreneurship is what you need to know. Okay, we shall talk later. Love, love, love. No ego, no hedonism, no materialism. Remember, do not humor yourself to death. Love, Mama Oladegi, the all-round queen in the building. Pro. that uh,
5: that, er, <coughs> that that is wisdom.
9: Thank you, baby girl.
5: I, I love you mom.
9: so much. I love you so much it don't even really make sense. I love you more. I win.
0: <laughs> I love you more. <laughs> <laughs> I love you bigger than Godzilla.
9: <laughs> okay. I'm going to send your stuff out. As soon as I get out this house and get into the mailbox, I got stuff I'm going to send. I just have a hard time. My wheelchair is broke. I'm not um, really mobile. And it's taking forever to bring me a battery, so... I'm just around the house and if I gotta go somewhere, I just call the ambulance, okay? <laughs> Not funny, but funny, okay?
0: Uh, I love you.
9: It let's let's avoid funny.
0: the whole ambulance thing, okay?
9: <laughs> hey, they're the only ones to come and get me and rescue me. I can't get around. A wheelchair is broke. I can't even get to my car. So they had to come and get me. Uh, just letting you know, I'm okay. He's gonna call me in the morning do a virtual um, thing, thing, my doctor. So I'll keep you posted on my condition and my well-being and all that stuff. And I thank you for being here for 17 years and letting you be a part of everything and giving me so much love and everything so that I can grow and keep living and knowing I got somebody who loves me. Yep. That makes me feel really good. Keeps me going. Thank you. Talk to you later.
0: Love you, Mama. We'll talk to you tomorrow, okay?
9: hmm I will. Bye-bye. All
0: right. <laughs> Bye. All right. Let's go ahead and grab s- 573. Mr. 573. <laughs> Hello, my little firecracker. How are you doing?
11: I'm wonderful. So happy to hear you, Mama. Oh, Mama, oh, I love you. I miss you. Good to hear you. Uh, I'm great. I'm fucking fantastic. I am gainfully employed. I started on the 26th. Um, my book will be published in April. You don't have to worry about funding, darling. We're going to take care of that. The show will continue to go on. I'm going to make sure of it. So, um, give me a little time, but we'll be all right. And uh, eventually, you're not going to have to ask for money anymore because I'm going to take care of the show. I love you. Let's go back in the vault. Let's get to it. This as obscene declarations. Because fucks pick the most stagnant holes, growing insanely spasmodic, gray, and cynical, walking sideways and swirling lies, always searching, round bows and rolls like jello, presents gone. She's like a yeast infection that I won't banish! Disgusting aroma. Trees dramatically grow into snakes all about me, devouring poisonous fantasies rapidly ascending my legs. Explicitly, with vigorous sensation, I scream silently. Thought the grand, strategic, yet lacking a plan, redundant questions. Forecasting lifeless dreams, I find false sanctuary. Backward season blur of mist, such ludicrous worlds. She urinates us and the bizarre new discoveries, brazen, pungent, and translucent dimensions secrete wicked illustrations, atrophy, tears, rhythmically, with passion, organs,
4: boom,
11: chaos on me. Peacefully lying on soft ground near tabletops marching. Amazing. It's amazing how mind grabs, spines crushing, scolds widely. Bulging blue eyes ejaculating us into numb violence. Parallels dividing. Surrealistic visions suck you in with punctuality. Hush now, as I weave your deepest desires blindly. Ivy, draping the windows, brightly adorns that scenery. It opens the staircase to your institutionalized mind. So crazy. Castle dyslexia. Patterously walking in puddles of mud, I saw mixed messages. Crowned idiot king, I ride stallions and anorexic girls. Found oneself lost in rainforests of awkwardly placed pleasures. With or without you, these masses are found flatulent. Serenades to awaken. Colliding simulcasts twirl in routines of lustrous effigies. Questionable such persuasions, you must honestly agree. Cries like crystal water, I tongue, mm, tongue bitter and sweet. Misery embraces pain with suppleness. Your juices I mouth, rapidly extreme. Burning now, fields of blood has notorious stain. Oval circumferences transferring mass of pity up on display. Soon. We'll find ourselves flailing naked under solar eclipse skies, salvating locusts break years in utopia of shame. Curtain calls don't negotiate foul seas, twisting aimless torn sails this vessel came to be. Declarations and
4: snoring
11: cortex and obscenity, no longer speculating on who I am or what is left of me, the Bakery
7: Breeze.
12: And that's end? And the Bakery Breeze,
0: yes, that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> so powerful, my darling.
11: Thank you. All right, now, so the other night, I'm out of the bar, and I'm just fondness for this bar. Much of the same, but it's a trauma-bonding Probably not going to work out. But I'm there, and she's there. She's off the clock, you know, partying. It's another problem. Um, and she's a friend with her. <laughs> it's really too attentive to me, and I see this huge ring on her finger, and it disturbs me because I don't play that shit. Uh, this is my new, written in five minutes in the bar, music going and everything else. Guess what?
9: Oh, no, that's not it.
11: Hold on. let's not the right poem. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what happened to that one? Oh, I've changed it because I was gonna do a freestyle and I decided not. Okay, sorry. This is a night about a trivial to interfere with the absent one, no longer lacking refrain, but yet still, there's nefarious moments of stupid rage set in the barren track of disdain. Side swept yet again, it's the undertone of disparaging rhetoric that has ghost tongue fuck hard, not daft, nor oblivious, as the banter swallowed, errant, wholesome, a being drunken, flurred, frothing, lustful, are a vivid rendezvous of tactless menstruation squatting the rotten dire. Respect falls deaf when ringed eyes scurry lust thrust, rather disturbing, the mire. Staking rotted claim in false vows, decrepit, and seeping in vulgar rhetoric, now nude. Pretty isn't the quest, dear. You're volatile. Shake, don't make my hum, break, but you're pretty. Fucking absurd, toose, flaying, fuck me, daddy, hysteria has set the bar low again. As I stool into the night, hazy upon the last transgressions, absent light, I summon not-so-dark forces to abide the canopy of my starlit fantasy. Cowboy money, oiled epitaphs of sworn allegiance to falsity. Ones seemingly lethargic on burdened arms of benevolence can't stupor a soft sigh My.
4: Oh, oh, oh,
11: mine. Crash discourse and malevolent on the dapper shoulders of disrepair, vacant, yet staring absently into my pint, I see a glimmer of light. And that was once not prevalent now. As I live in a town of derelicts and self-absorbed reason drugged on serpent's tongue, my dialect is devoured this lost sins. Church-grown, Harvard and dissolution, character of selfish plight, absent a starry, starry night, to illuminate hankering, abs- absently portrayed in the choirs of hate, whitewashed into the dissipate, I see nothing that carries weight under heaving breaststroke, lust draw scattered in. Remnants that which should be But can't evolve under a dying sun You're lame Cut bleeding As I'm wrapped around the indifference But now better, so why? I'm not lost, but Mockery breeze
0: Damn That one just got a Got quite a response in the chat room. <laughs>
3: uh, I
11: don't, uh, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, the music was playing, and I just I went out to the patio and finished my pint. And I can't stay here. <laughs> I've been disturbed, uh, but but it made for good writing. That's so why I go out, right? I go out and I get half lit, and, and I watch the people that I no longer trust or associate with, and it makes for good writing. <laughs>
0: Right. I'm I'm impressed you could do that in uh, in front of all if all the music and everything like that. That's
1: pretty awesome. Yeah.
11: My, my mind never stops. It don't matter what's going on. <laughs> I wish you did. I wish it. Did. I did. I I actually have some some great works and stuff that I wrote. That the piece I've shared with you last time I thought was my first piece of the year wasn't. I actually wrote something and forgot about it. And uh, I've got a couple of freestyles that I've done, one off a of prompt and then one today uh, while walking. You know, I do three. I'm only doing three miles a day right now because the wall is down, um, so I'm not doing my sticks. But um, I had to start, and I almost stopped myself. And maybe next week I'll have it typed up. Um, but it's it's really cool, and that's where the rage thing came in. and It as a prompt um, because I was on my head today, and I almost stopped myself from doing it. And I'm glad I did it. Was like two and it was like a two-and-a-half-minute freestyle. and it's fucking awesome. So it's a whole different light when I'm doing that though you know, because I'm not constricting myself. There's no muse except for me and and my thoughts, and when I allow right. it to start speaking, it's pretty awesome so <laughs> all
4: right,
11: love you, you can't find me
0: because I don't want to be found, but soon I'll be fucking everywhere. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for the stuff going on with you. Thank you so much, Finn You're amazing.
12: Love you,
0: darling. Love yeah. you. Love you too. We'll talk to you soon, baby. He is awesome. Incredible, incredible person. All right. Next, we have area code. I think this is okay Five one two. You're on the air. Maybe you're on the air. Now it's you're L-A. on the
6: air. Hey, sweetie. Hi. How are you?
5: I'm good. But how are you? Are you fully recovered?
6: I
0: am um, a lot better it's, i can, it's kind of like that long covid thing i have got no energy i'm just bleh. but i'm here mm-hmm. and i'm pushing myself but i'm but i, I feel so much better but yeah
5: yeah yeah the long hauling
0: so run down but i'm doing so good i feel so good i spent the weekend spent three days over at the coast so i'm doing well
5: oh
13: nice
0: separate.
5: yeah very nice there's nothing like the coast I, exactly. I grew up was, near the coast and, and it's so peaceful. Mm-hmm.
0: We had king tides. It was crazy, but oh, it was so beautiful. So beautiful. Wow. Where was it? I was over in Newport, Oregon.
5: Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Newport, Rhode Island. <laughs>
6: no. Because it's another Oregon. coast. It was amazing.
5: Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better.
0: I am. I'm real excited that you're here and we got you here at the right time, which is always nice. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't wait to hear what you're going to share with us, love.
5: Well, thank you. Um, This first one is called You Never Forget. When someone verbally stabs you, Their mind shuts down. Their heart stops beating for your humanity. You stand alone, devastated, deflated, detached. All you can think is that they don't care. And suddenly life feels icy. A shivering shower on a winter morning, no hot water today. The mind becomes foggy because your thoughts race in the rain so quickly. Sleep is just as angry as awake. The words and the visions of that encounter endlessly loop in your brain again and again until eventually the fog thins away, but you never forget. And peace
0: never forget. That's the truth, man. Mm -hmm. The weight of words.
5: Yeah. That was wonderful. That was pretty profound. Thank you. The next one is a haiku. You know how to make me happy. (laughs) And this one is... uh, I don't know how to describe it because... It's it's bizarrely simple and easy. Um, it goes like this. Um, it was a good day, said the very simple girl. Nothing more than that.
0: I love that. I love that. That's really, that's really good. Do you have another haiku handy?
5: Uh, no,
0: <laughs>
5: not prepared for that.
0: Well,
5: <laughs> <But, laughs> if, uh, if that one was
0: short, I'd, I could, I could, like, you know, squeak another one out of you. But
5: well, I'm gonna, I'm trying. gonna try. You know what? I really need to make more of an effort um, to do the daily haikus um, because I think that is such great advice. And um, I just bought a book about, I mean, my predecessors reading their poems before mine, um, as well as the poems that I'm reading on allpoetry.com have caused me to purchase a book called how to write poems. (laughs) So um, uh, yeah, things, I'm, I'm looking to grow, and I think that writing more uh, haikus and, and doing the daily uh, exercises could help. Do one,
0: do the daily haiku. You know, if you can fit the other ones in, and you, they're they're amazing. And you know, anything you can do to help yourself grow as a writer, I don't care where we are mm-hmm. in our our writing careers or where we think we are with our talent or or our egos or whatever, we are never as good as we could be. There's always room to grow. There's always room to learn. And if you don't think that there is, then that's really sad, you know, because that means you're as good as you're ever going to be. So we always need to push ourselves to learn, to grow, to change, to do new things, push ourselves out of our comfort zones. But that one thing, the haiku, writing that every single day, Will do more for you as a writer than doing all of the other ones that I gave you. That one, I mean, the haiku one is so important for so many reasons, and I am going to do a workshop on that. I just, finding the time to do it sometimes hard, but I do want to do a workshop on why that is important, and and you'll you guys will understand. It'll blow your minds. But if you think of it this way, if you write down a haiku every single day. When you think of it, it's not enough, go back and fix it later or whatever. In a year, you're going to have 365 haikus. Wow. And you're going to write some real crappy ones. You're going to write some good ones. And you're going to write some brilliant ones. And you're going to be able to go through those haikus you've written in a year. I mean, it's a great project to give yourself for a year. And you're going to be able to go through all of those haikus you've written in that year. And you're going to have a haiku book written, done, ready to go. Like hardly no effort. How easy is that? Just write one every day and then pick your sixty favorites and you've got a book.
5: Wow. True. I, I'm gonna take that to heart. I hope you do. And I thank, would thank I if
0: when you do I'll be the first one to buy your haiku book.
5: Autograph of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. <laughs> okay. It's so good to talk to you. Thank Thank it is wonderful to talk to you, too. Read.
0: <laughs> Thank you, well, you
5: for do, reading. You hear yourself.
0: All right. I will send you a reminder next week. I'm really glad you're able to be here this week. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am so glad you found a home here with us.
5: I feel like I have.
0: I am glad. You're most welcome here. We love you dearly. Thank you.
5: Thank and you. we'll talk
0: to you next week. All right, sounds good. All right, honey. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
8: Okay, bye-bye.
0: Okay, our next caller comes from area code, comes from area code Miss Emmy346. Good evening, Nyla. Hey, sweetie. From you, honey.
13: I'm so happy to be here, and I was a good little student as I gave you um a heads up about so with that I know further- I oh. saw
0: that you you the ones that you sent me are those the ones you're reading tonight, yeah, I love it, so I love it when you guys yeah. do that by the way, just so you know Jimmy's does it all the time, and now Miss Amelia did it for me tonight, but she sent me copies of what she's reading so that I'm able to read along with her while she's reading, and that is most helpful. So thank you for doing
13: that. You're welcome. And did you receive the MP3s? I sent you have my I have
0: not been, in my, I've not been in my email since I've been home from the
13: coast, so I have not got them yet, but I'm sure they're there. Okay. So I expect an update by next week. Teasing you, Nyla, but you know how you tell us we got to do our assignment. So there's yours. <laughs> anyway, on with the actual poetry. Um, so this one is the first one that has only two prompts in it, but um, you know, by looking at it, you'll see which prompts I'm talking about. But here we go. It's called "An Angel Forgotten." She drifts along eternity, awaiting her destiny. Beautiful in her flight amongst the stars. Moon rays cascading around her aura, making her glow like never before. She smiles at the scene below. Couples in love, happy and joyful as they walk down the aisle. Facing love and harmony with great excitement. She begins having an emotional connection, dealing with joy herself. Yet, just as fast, she is filled suddenly with despair. She doesn't have a mate. She doesn't have a love of her own. El begins to ooze out of her eyes. These are all so unfamiliar feelings and physical reactions. She flies upwards and finds her mentor. She asks her about all these odd reactions. What to do? What is it? How do I fix it? She said, Dear Angel, you are feeling lonely and you desire your own Special love as the humans Have Well sister what should I Do about it She said go to Jesus And beg him to allow Her for a While to walk upon earth And to live like the humans And to have a special love Just like they do Well This angel was very Special to Jesus And he could not deny her request. Jesus told her to take her wings with her so that when she was ready to return, she could return back home to the heavenly realm. She was so excited. She flew straight down to earth, very close to a group of men exiting a church on Sunday morning. She hid her wings and walked towards the men, smiling as she proceeded. He looked at her with stunned amazement. Exactly the woman he had been praying for was walking directly at him. Needless to say, they fell in love, married, had children, and after they grew very old together, he died and floated up to heaven. She had become a forgotten angel because she was away from home for so long. She had many tragic circumstances that developed over her lifetime with her husband. Yet their love and devotion for each other helped them through all the devastating events. As he was taking his last breath, upon earth. She kissed him tenderly and whispered, I'll see you soon, my darling. That's when she retrieved her wings from their hiding place and flew back to heaven as fast as she could. She met him just outside the pearly gates. They walked inside, side by side, and he was given his own set of wings. This is what a stranger taught me many, many years ago. I now pass it on to you. Love is always worth the trip, and you just might receive a get-into-heaven ticket escorted by a beautiful, loving angel with a special passport with both of your names on it, musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. End piece. <laughs> that was
0: beautiful. I I caught one of the prompts, what the stranger taught me. I caught that one in there. I didn't catch the other one because I was too caught up in the story.
13: Um, the wings. It was the part... Because um, I already pulled up the other one um, It's It's when I put the brackets That's your prompt um, She hides her wings She hides her wings Ah, that's right that
0: just, that's, I see the brackets
13: Yeah, like I said that, that That one only had two But I'm glad you got Caught up in the story Um, That means I did my assignment well. (laughs) So without further ado, I'll hop to the next one. Um, And this one has many, and it's split up between two weeks, because I can only type so fast as you're talking. So I got two weeks um, in this poem. And, again, look for the brackets, and you'll see what what the prompts are. But... um, it is called a love i could could never afford i i put i in there twice didn't i okay let me correct okay a love i Could never afford please tell me something i didn't know when will you finally materialize this has been like Groundhog Day, repeatedly approached by frogs. I dreamed about that special day we meet, staring into your eyes as I fall into your soul. Love is the petal that we will glide upon into our future, fantasizing about us walking back from our first meeting at the library as we carry our library books and street lamps are lighting our path. It was just beyond the glow of street lights. Then I looked again and you disappeared into the night. The gossiping gargoyles started writing their trash can chronicles. They began gossiping regarding you being born in a barn while I reached for the clouds. Just then, pain management called, and it woke me up. I was attempting to read the caller ID just like I did before glasses, shaking my head. Later, during the day, I lost my dog, but found a rock. You are my rock. Out of all the poems, you had to walk into mine. You are simply a love I could never afford because you play games with people's hearts. Mine has been broken. Mine, you... Play games with people's hearts. Mine has been broken way too many times. Musings of Emilia T. Davis, A.K.A. Poetical Angel Queen and Peace.
4: <laughs>
13: the gargoyles began
0: gossiping about him being born in a barn. <laughs> I love that. Well, so I much. reach for the clouds.
6: <laughs> Yeah, while I eat for the <laughs> That was fun. That was absolutely I'm fun. I'm so
13: glad I'm so glad you got it all. I mean like, you know, you got what, where I was going and you were flowing with it. So, yeah. Um so as you can see, there's two d- two different weeks worth of um various uh prompts in in that, including the title. but... <laughs> and the, one of the last um, statements. Yeah, there but were a yeah, lot of them. There were a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It might be 10 or something. Be- because, like I said, I can only write so fast when you're talking. You know, if you don't
0: get them all, when you don't get them all, you can always go back and listen, click the same link that you clicked to get but, to the put, show yeah. the one that I post and listen to it and write them down. I, know I need I need to start
13: posting but, them on my page is what I need to do. Yeah. That that would be great because that takes up a lot of time to to go in, start the show, then, you know, like and it's difficult also to like fast forward the shows on on the um on the thingy. So, um you know, you got to listen all the way until you get to that particular part. And then if you want to try to back it up, it's difficult, too. So if you wrote them, physically wrote them down, then it would be easy to copy them and, you know, easier to, to meet those requirements. But anyway, there you have it. Um, you can find me on Facebook under Amelia T. Davis, E-M-I-L-I-A. D-A-V-I-S Also known as Poetical Angel Queen
10: You can find me
13: on all You can find me On all Social media sites Uh, You can google me Amelia T. Davis And up I will come And I'm here Almost every Thursday night With Nyla Much love. Everybody's been wonderful tonight. I'm sure they're going to be wonderful behind me as well. God bless you and much love to you, Nyla, for all that you do for us poets. And with that, I'll step off the mic. Thank you so much, sweetheart. You did great tonight. Appreciate you so much. It's been my pleasure.
0: Great. We'll talk to you soon, hon. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and give the lineup for a little bit so you kind of know where we are. Next we have Mr. Sincere at 213, followed by 807-518-240. Those will be our next callers. So let's go ahead and grab 213.
14: You're on the air. Excuse me. I'm glad you're doing well. Thank you for what you do. Uh, Sincere from Los Angeles.
0: How you doing, sweetheart?
14: I'm um, excellent. How are you?
0: I'm wonderful. It's really good to hear from you.
14: Uh, it's good to be heard. So
0: what is in your heart this week? What are you going to share with us?
14: Um, what are you going you to inspire us with? Um, you just said something. Um, my book is uh, is a haku. It's on um, Lulu Publishing. Poetry for the Love of Her Soul, Volume Two. That's already out. So you, you ever um, take take a look at it? You will see how uh, cool's in there in short stories.
0: Have you posted the link for that on my page yet?
14: Um, no, but I will.
0: Please do. Yes. So and and just
14: call, um, how, how
0: would I how would I get an autographed copy?
14: That's a good question. We will have to. You um, will have to. We'll we'll. Message each other and just give me an address and I'll sign it and mail it to you. That will work. Okay. Awesome. Um, this, so, is uh-huh. go ahead. Uh, this is called Facts. Go ahead. This is called Facts. Facts about facts raves in silence as sounds reveal each note holding each DNA accord in peace. Wait, what? But <laughs> facts about facts about facts moves around in silence as sound reveals each note holding each DNA in a quarter in peace.
0: I wasn't ready for that <laughs> i mean i I hadn't even settled back and put my feet up yet, and you were done. <laughs> That was like a quick kiss on the cheek and you run out the door. It's like what wait, what?
14: <laughs> right, 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 right.
0: <laughs> you got a warner, uh, girl.
14: <laughs> right? <laughs> um, the next one's called dying. Dying is living in the morning dew as my life begins anew with as turning from bending around physical capabilities in peace.
5: Wow.
0: So do you have a couple more short ones like that because they're so short?
14: Uh, Absolutely.
0: Okay. Why don't you do two more?
14: Okay. No peace for the faithfulness. The faithful when he rules full throttle, threatened by laws, project all under credit cards of eyes of salvation in peace. And the next one? I was dead chasing a ghost after exterminator tried calling my bluff just like my life had begun as my mother planned me in peace.
0: <laughs> those were awesome. <laughs> all like little bullets. That was a great job on those.
14: I appreciate it. I'm so humbled by that. Thank you.
0: Are those all from your book?
14: Um, yes. Very cool thank you so much that, that, those greatly. were
0: different for you i'm used
14: to longer yes. pieces um I, I just um just took your notes um from years of listening to you and just you know paying attention and just um putting it together uh, i've written 12 books so um one came out uh courtesy of Tila Shell greatly appreciated and uh inspiration Gina Storm so thank you everybody at Tiffany uh, everybody from you Nyla thank you for your inspiration greatly appreciate it
6: you're very
0: welcome, I love it when uh when people actually do their homework and listen and and you're probably like my a student
14: i'm I'm humble <laughs>
0: i'm
14: i'm I'm very humble no.
0: no you're amazing is what you are
14: thank you so much um I don't want to hold anybody up. You can find me on um Facebook at um, Ed McKinney. Uh, you can find me at um, social, uh, Instagram on uh, One Half One Half Court Publishing, all one word, on Instagram. Uh, you can find my book there. Also the link to my books is on um, Coach Ed on Instagram. So um, I have everything posted there. And thank you for what you do for everybody.
0: Thank you, sweetheart. Appreciate you more than you will ever know. You're amazing. Thank you.
14: Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm humbled, and I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. I am, too.
0: Good. All right. We'll talk to you next week.
14: Yes. Good night.
0: Good night, sweetie. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 807, Mr. Oh, wait a minute. I'm unmuting the wrong person. The board just glitched out and jumped all over the air wait hang on where are you okay mister wait a minute let's get Robbie baby you are on the air
15: I could could just imagine the other person all of a sudden they hear on their phone is like what the hell what is that
0: especially when it was somebody that didn't have their hand up that was scary
15: yeah (laughs) something's invaded my phone here I thought I was nice. oh well, I, I guess I'll have to second for i guess I'll have no to, you, you don't know, do you
0: don't second. do your homework like you you okay. aren't good at,
15: you no, don't always do that your is. homework, so
0: that's you gotta do that yeah
15: <laughs> uh, anyways um i uh, wrote something today it uh was emerging in my mind when I was uh I've been listening to music more carefully, and I've been listening to music sometimes that I want to like uh, practice. Like uh, I've I heard uh, uh, Radiohead version of the Spectre theme for James Bond, and I'm being I want to learn it on harmonica uh, by ear. And uh, when I was listening to it, this poem was coming into my mind. I was like, Oh, I've got to write this. I got to write this before it goes away. And uh, that was like started yesterday. <laughs> yes, you know how it is. You know, I the muse just takes it over. <laughs> the muse is a demanding mistress, so uh, I listened to. Uh, yes, I listened to my muse before she whipped me, and I came up with this poem. So this is while well, I was listening to Radiohead's uh, theme song for uh, James Bond uh, Spectre. In one singular moment. A perfect passionate tear shed, frozen in the most special moment of time. A tear of ecstasy, not sorrow, in a shared and softly comfortable bed. You hold my perfect moment in your heart as you entwine your body around my soul, dissolving my most salient moment of pain, dissolved in saline solution of a single compassionate tear. That tear washes away in a shimmer. All the dimmer thoughts of me washed aside. All the best moments of our love and passion, they are held in an infinite sea. A single tear becomes a torrent of release as I thrust my way into your body's hidden pain. Again and again and again. Love's disappointment and disdain dissolve the way in tears of passion and promise, the paradise of love's eternal sea flowing effortlessly between you and me. The ultimate dissolution comes in passionate torrent of release, a release of anything that has held us back before, a mutual climax of emotional freedom. As a single tear once again comes between us, and we completely become one. Our union in body and spirit, never to be undone. And that is a perfect tear.
8: That was beautiful, Robbie.
15: Thank you. It was like uh, one of those poems that is just like over overwhelmed me, you know? Like it's just, it just poured right out. Just jumped so out of nowhere. Bitch in the ass. Jumped out of nowhere. <laughs> Bit me in the ass, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Damn those I have little n- uses. <laughs> <laughs> and I, ha- I just picked one at random here, a, a shorter one. If you want to hear one shorter one, depending on how many read, people read are-
0: whichever one you want.
15: Okay, so this is this is shorter. Uh, this is based on one of my. One of my pictures, I think, or at least a picture on a National Canadian a Geographic. So this is simply called Watching Over the Sky. Watching over the sky, dark guardian of the above. I watch in wonder as I listen to its sounds, the mysterious language of this dark or foreboding bird. He speaks to me mysteriously like a spilled ink of night in the broad daylight. He wishes to communicate with me, to speak to me of nature and things beyond. And I listened silently, plaintively, to this creature that I took to with questing eyes. His language continues to seep into my ears as I close my eyes to listen to his eldritch wisdom, words imparted from this creature of a unique sort of second sight. Speak to me, O wing born warrior of mine youth. Tell me the mysteries of the universe as I stand to look at you and muse. And I'll put the link in the chat. I remember what this is now. This was a black and white DR photo that I took of a, a crow, although it may it may have been a smaller raven actually. And it was making like you know usually you usually hear caw, caw caw it was making those oh it's fascinating. Yeah. It was making those click 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 I can I could never possibly do it but these kinda funny clickety noises from its throat and that and it's it's fascinating if you ever get to watch it. If you get to ever get to hear it, but once in a while you hear the crows and the ravens do their different sounds and it sounds it sounds like they're talking. Like it really does. It, it sounds like they're talking in their own speech. I mean, it just just absolutely riveted me to the spot, and I was just listening to them. I took my photo. I took a little bit of video, but then I took some time, as I always, tried to to just like watch with my own eyes and and listen. So so that's a double whammy. There, I took my own picture, and then I was amused by my own picture and and wrote a poem.
0: <laughs> I love it. What <laughs> what a way to uh fire yourself, right?
15: Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, before I forget, I just wanted to say uh Mama's poem was real tight there. That was that was a good piece. Uh I would normally drop that on her page and leave a comment, but I know her Facebook is all all out of whack now and I don't know if she has a page that's stable now or like which page is hacked or which isn't. Cause I think I see more than one. And that that's the only reason I haven't re added her. I'm not too sure what's going on. But uh yeah, if uh if mama's listening, uh that piece was one of the yours that I related to the most because I think about that a lot about about, you know, work ethic and and the lack thereof a lot of the time and just just some of the general trends with everything that she was speaking about and so I really Paid attention when she was uh, reading that piece, and I was, I was, like, I was like nodding my head all the time, like yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so, there we go. I love it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> all right, darling.
15: Yeah, uh, I can be found at. See, you didn't even have to say the other words. I just know, I can be found at Robbie's Multimedia Poetry. Uh, in Facebook there and you'll see all my other uh, art there, all my other magnificent art. Ha <laughs> ha And like my music and everything and uh, like my SoundCloud and all that. And so yeah, just look under Robbie's multimedia poetry and I believe it's all put under one word. And that's it for now and I'll just continue practicing on my harmonica because that's my Latest thing that I've been doing. It's something that I've had a passion for, especially strongly in music. I had it, and I did that a while ago, but I revisited it, especially now that I got my chromatic harmonica, the uh, the one with the slide, the longer one with the slide there. So, so fun. It's so fun. And that's, I'm going to be learning Spectre on that one. So, I'll record it for you when that's I come. cool. <laughs> yep. Please
0: do, yeah. I, I like it when you send me your music.
15: hmm Thank you. And I have to do it more often.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, you do.
15: Yes, (laughs) ma'am.
0: All right, sweetie. I (laughs) don't know how to find you again. Facebook.
15: Yeah. Robbie's Multimedia Poetry under Facebook there. Yep. There we go. There we go.
0: All right. (laughs) We will talk to you next week. Yes. Cool. All right. Thank you, Robbie.
15: You bet, Nyla. Nyla Tay. <laughs> Bye, hon. Bye.
0: <laughs> All right. Our next caller comes from area code 518. It's Karen. 518, you're on Hi, the
1: air. Hi, everybody. Hello.
0: How you doing, sweetheart? Welcome to the show.
8: I'm kicking. How are you? Absolutely wonderful.
0: It's good to hear from you. Yeah, we can hear you fine.
8: My voice isn't back to normal yet. Yeah. Karen DeWitt, a.k.a. Death writer
0: It is I have, so I, good to hear from you. You have no well, idea.
8: I know. Everybody was looking. It's kind of weird because I only went to a doctor's appointment, and I thought they were going to give me, like, Steroids and an antibiotics, but they hooked me up to everything, and next thing I know, I'm in the ambulance. So, <laughs> uh,
1: well, I, yeah, I, have, I hadn't I,
0: heard from you for a while, and I got scared. So, like, I'm I'm emailing your sister. I'm looking like, pulling through your friends list and looking for anyone that you know. What were your, what were the kids' names? And trying to remember all this, and I'm, I'm sending everybody messages like, where is she? <laughs> I was so, so worried about you.
8: Yeah, Diane said that she talked to you, you know. Yeah, nobody really knew anything, you know. I was hooked up. I had no cell phone there or nothing, so, you know.
4: You sound really good, honey.
8: I don't feel good yet, but I'm getting there. Good. I have have an itty-bitty piece for you guys, and then I have another itty-bitty piece, but a lot of people think my itty-bitty pieces are like, huge pieces, but I don't know. <laughs> the first one is Warfield. Crusaders' territory, words untouched, cardboard heads, ships headed towards people, swollen slow atop, denounced, rose-colored hills at ease, down in illusion, cup of tea, caverns carved by men without hands, and poem. Wow.
0: See, that right there is why you need to call in more often when you feel when you feel well enough to call in, when things are going okay. I miss you. I miss your writing. I miss hearing you read. That was beautiful. I
8: miss, miss you guys too. Jenny wrote me too. Um, Joyce wrote me. I mean, I didn't see anything until I got home. So, so. <laughs> but the
4: next
8: one... I had a title for it, but people get mad at me because they have to use the dictionaries for my titles. So I retitled it, Title Not, and it's it's first person all the way through. And to give you a little bit of background, she had an opinion of a person, and after finding out their background, she changed it, okay? Skibbies cranked so high, one could see the crack in their buttocks. And the attire was something to shake your head about. I don't think they've ever seen an apparel shop or slept in freshly ironed bedclothes. Nevertheless, he'd be awfully fine bedded in a warm blanket for his troubles. You see, he was ousted out of a community labeled the black sheep as if he wore a smile on his shoulders and the sadness on the bedspread of spineless empathy, yet in all honesty it was they who could not see the beauty in appearance that he kept buried inside the inner seam of a blouse tucked away in his heart. Threads of gold lay silent as he covered more than anything, lest the beholder who once took ease to its wear. End poem.
0: Never judge a book by its cover.
8: Exactly.
0: That was phenomenal, sweetheart. Thank you. You have such an amazing voice in poetry. It's such a treat to hear you read.
8: Thank you. Thank you. Well, I miss miss you, my sister. About. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> People can find me on... I'm, I'm, like uh, just about anywhere, um, it's either Karen A.D. Whip, or Deaf Writer. Um, I haven't worked on the magazine in a while, you know, so I've been sick and all, but I hope to get that back up and running again too, so.
0: Well, just let me know if you need anything, and know that if I don't hear from you, I will hunt you down, Just so, just to work clear on that, okay?
8: Okay, well, I'm hunting Todd Cotter down now, so we'll see. Right? I got his number. I <laughs> I think I'm going to give him a call. <laughs> um, but it was nice being on here again tonight. I was falling asleep, so um, the rest of you guys have fun tonight, you know.
0: We will, sweetheart. And thank you for calling. You just made my heart so happy. You have no idea.
8: You're welcome.
0: Rock on good night sweetheart i love you <laughs> good night I feel better okay good night thank you you too bye thank you Wow, oh, so good to hear from her it's been so long you guys all right our next caller comes from area code five or no two four zero two four zero you are on the air
16: well thank you how are you doing
0: now? <laughs> I'm doing absolutely wonderful. How are you, sir? You sound so, I don't know, what is it, charismatic tonight.
16: Well, I try to be. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say to all the truck drivers, be safe and don't be afraid to uh, to thought you may lose some money. But if your uh, truck is not safe, put it out of service. Yep.
0: I love the way you always look out for your brothers.
16: Yep. Um, my truck is uh, in the shop right now. Uh-oh. No.
0: So you got a little vacation.
16: Well, I got to put in, you know, um, safety first. I don't know. I up to very expensive. Uh, before I be, uh, became a truck driver, I took classes. For engines and transmissions. You know, I was going to be a mechanic. I took classes for it. So I had some knowledge mm-hmm. of uh, automotive engines and manual. Yeah, you know? So, yeah
0: that's good knowledge to have. I learned from my ex-husband how to work on cars. I love working on cars. Oh, that's cool. Mhm. I don't get stuck very often where I can't figure out what it is and get out of there unless something's really broken. One time I got stuck up in a canyon, 40 miles up in a canyon, and my mm. radiator hose blew. And so I had to whittle a cork out of a piece of wood and Plugged the hole and tied my shoelace around it, and got had to had to stop and get water out of the creek to put in my radiator. Then I got partway down the canyon and saw an old abandoned washing machine sitting out there for some weird reason. Got out, got a great big huge screw and used that instead of the stick plug and retied it in there. Maybe 120 miles back home, with it in there like that.
16: That's nice. Weird. Uh, man, I mean, I was not gonna, gonna get stuck out nah, there? <laughs> I mean, you know, that's not like daddy's girl. Who knows how to do a whole lot of shit? You know what I mean? You know, you, it's good to have knowledge. You know. Well, if I'd
0: stayed out there, it'd have been coyote bait. So that wasn't an option.
6: I was. Oh, were you in Nevada? Level? Um I was in
16: Utah.
6: I was oh, in Utah Arizona.
16: at that time. I'm living in Utah. Okay. Yeah. You know I, that's the only that's one of the only that's one of the states I haven't been to yet. I haven't oh, been I to Utah. Utah. I just oh, went to Nevada. I was in Las Vegas. I ain't had time to uh uh have fun in Las Vegas. I ain't get a chance. I, to enjoy I make it. a trip back to Utah every
0: single year. I make a trip back there. I love it so much.
16: Salt Lake City?
0: No. Or, uh, My God, I I would rather eat cave spiders than ever drive through Salt Lake City.
16: Oh wow! I thought I heard good things about Salt Lake. but you know, I I don't know much about about it. So I've been to Utah. You know, I've been to Denver, Kansas, can, uh, Missouri, California, New Mexico, Texas, see. I've been to That's Utah. Fine. Well, you yeah.
0: need to make a trip there. I go
16: to Texas you gonna- a lot. I go to Texas a lot. A lot. I like Texas. I go to Texas. Yeah, well, it's good. You got these old dumb rednecks out here sometimes.
0: <laughs> I just like it because you can buy alligator tail there. It's like it comes it looks like chicken nuggets, but they're they're uh, it's alligator tail. It's so good. I love Texas. It's good food there.
16: Okay, I'll take your word for
0: it. Next time you're in Texas, find someplace. There's a little restaurant over on I Highway am. Four I'm called in Texas Thib- now. Thibodeau's. All
9: right, I'm over on Highway Texas. Four near.
0: Near the Bear Creek area there's a little restaurant called Thibodeau's, And they have the best alligator tail in the world. You need to go get some.
16: Would you ever hunt an alligator?
0: Would I hunt one?
16: Yeah.
0: I would go out I would go out and look at them, I wouldn't hunt one. If someone else hunts to them, I'll eat that damn tail. No, I wouldn't be scared to If someone wouldn't want to kill one. I would I would love to go look at them, but I don't want to go kill one.
16: I wouldn't mind killing an animal.
0: <laughs> I go deer Especially hunting and stuff like that, but I, I don't. I wouldn't want to kill an alligator. I don't know how to Especially process one, or so no. Uh
16: huh. Have you ever hiked where bears are? Have I what? Where bears, bear, bear country. Oh
0: heck yes, I've had bears in my camp. I go camping up in the mountains all the time. We've had bears in our camp. It was crazy. When you're up on a so What the hell? Do you mountain. have
16: bears yeah. you're dead?
0: Oh What
10: do you do God. if you have a bear? Oh. My.
16: Well, what the I'm not afraid of bears. Bear spray.
15: Yeah, bear no, spray. No, you
0: just all you all you need is an air horn. And then bear spray. It's a last resort. You, you carry your... Was it grizzly bears or black here. bears? Okay. was a black bear. Black bears are up there.
7: No good, Okay. okay. Well, so what
0: are you going to read tonight?
16: You know, I'm not going to read anything. I'm going to use my mind.
0: All right. So and let's do a freestyle about bears. A bear. Yeah. Bears and alligators. You have to have a bear and alligator somewhere in your poem. I don't care what the poem's about, but there has to be a bear and there has to be an alligator.
16: All right. Okay. This is my forest. Who comes there? I want to eat in peace. When I growl, 'Cause I came too close. I'm a bear. If I attack you, it's my only reaction. You came too far. So I had to make it happen. My I growl. It's a growl if all the other bears have died. You wouldn't want to be near me from the outside. I'm a bear i make things reopen my words will never be broken at the same token you have been in danger i am a bear of course the alligator been the swamp you came here are you looking for trouble You feed me a chicken i want you to listen this is my swamp This is my time. I come to eat. If you came here to trespass, I may eat you. Leave me alone. My thoughts is hard like stone. The bear and the alligator. It came to the mind that they had to protect their own yard. It came to the mind that they had to take charge. A lot of people, a lot of visitors. A lot of times will there be any listeners? Will they please not poke the bear or not get too too way too close to the alligator the alligator? All deep in the swamp. Swap thing. Seeing the green on the scene. And if you know what I mean, you obey the sign at the end of the day. we let both animals sign. You saw the man the were going ten years in the morning, apartment and dry.
0: <laughs> Alligators and bears.
6: I love it.
16: Good
0: job on that sweetheart. I'm impressed
16: oh. <laughs> You be impressed by me? Uh, You pull up my teeth. Always.
0: (laughs) Always. You know
16: I am. You know what? You you know what? I I, I think about this. It's been a long time since I've been supporting you. I think. its It has been been a long time time. since I... Me only count. Sometimes you... you, It's like, damn, I've been supporting such and such a long time.
0: We've been here a long time. It's crazy, isn't it, when you think about how long it's yeah.
16: been? Yes. I thought about the story. Um, I want you to do a poem about that beautiful black woman that nobody wants to pay attention to but you.
0: But my daddy was mean too? You know, like, too?
16: like, like, uh, 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 Tupac talk about the rose that grew from the um, uh, concrete.
4: Mm
16: -hmm. That's kind of like the poem that I would want you to do, that black woman. Because sometimes we don't see the same beauty. We can see beautiful by what others don't see.
0: You're talking about the story I told you about the, the lady my yes. my dad was mean to, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. You yes. know, I've, I've thought about that over the years, you know, a way to write about that, and I've never found a way yet to put it into the words I, I would want to put it into. Assignment.
16: I want to make that your assignment. Because okay, that's you been that to make that. your pet you that's been on your mind for a long time. Since I was about five. And it's time for your pen to be free. <laughs> okay I'll,
0: I'll, I will I will Contemplate this And work on this
16: Okay Let pen be free uh, I, Do I have time To do another one Or is that Was that too long You do or, Nope
17: yeah. You have time
16: uh, okay. I'm going to do A wit one I'm going to do one Called It's black history I'm going to do A poem called The Ghost of Immature. Mama, mama, are you telling me I'm going down to Tennessee? I'm going to Memphis to see my cousins? All the way from Chicago? Now, Emmett Till, you going down there, you got to be careful. You got to be careful with them white folks. You cannot just do anything. I want you to promise me you be on your best behavior, Emmett Till. Mama, I'm going to be alright. See? We going down, down to old Memphis. Going down to the store. Who's that white cashier? Oh, let me go ahead and get some gum. Tell her. Hey baby, and wink at her. Was it the wink of the death? Oh, innocent. That's what she said. He winked at her. Told her man. His brother. Yeah, oh, he... That nigger, old, nigga, old he, he winked at me. Something should be done to him. You don't let him wink at a white woman. You or some if if you allow that to happen, baby, I'm not gonna allow that happen. Not in the state of of Tennessee. I'll teach that boy a lesson. Come on, let's go look for that boy. Where is he? He ain't here, he ain't here. Oh, I see him. Take him out. Boy, do you know what you done? When the ghost appears. Boy, do you know what you done? You saying hi to a white woman? Now we're going to have to kill you, Boy. Beaten down. Mother wanted the whole world to see her son. The ghost of Immaterial reappears. When that devil, when she lost her son. Now she's looking for a way for people to go ahead and feel sorry for her. But it's too late when the ghost of Immaterial has came. Two of the white men burn in hell. They feel the pressure of the ghost of Immaterial. The sign of Immaterial, you may shoot it down, but the ghost will haunt you down until your entire lungs inflate and you will never be able to sleep. You see that boy in that casket. His face was unrecognizable. Uh, not the way of a uh, ghost of Immaterial. What you did was unreal. Now you say that you made it all up. That boy ain't never winked at you. Oh, 1955. Before your own casket, people are calling you to be in jail. Because that's where you deserve to be at. Took the only way out. When in America, felt sorry for you because you were in the retirement home. But a mother lost her son, the ghost of Emmett Till. You died. Finally, you died. And if hell pits was waiting for you, a ghost to speak to you with his eyes wide open, you lied and you got someone lynched. But that's doing your own kind been lynching for years in this nice snakes of America that the pleasure of the black blood that spills all the land. Nothing done. Or really. Nothing done. Nothing close. close to speak of the ghosts and the ghosts of Emmett Hill. Hey, baby. Here's looking at me. Justice will be served. This automatic Carriage, man mine. The liberal engine can't get us in the morning. I've been dry. The outlaw truck driver.
0: <laughs> outlaw truck driver. A lot said in yeah. that piece. Very much. Yeah, I'm, and. I was watching, I, I can't do that I'll, I'll go off on a tangent and then everyone will be Mad at me because they still have to read but Yeah, it still happens A lot more than people like to admit Even now in this Day and age
16: You know It's crazy you know, is, I, I was thinking about you, right
4: Mhm.
16: God Gives everybody Before your race God give you your mind, right mm-hmm. I will always say is. Your race don't make you evil. What you do makes you evil. It just so happens that a group of whites decide to do the evil, while the other group of whites decide to do God's word and not do any harm. Because, yeah, I remember white people were being lynched, too, because because they were considered traitors. You helped any black person. You were considered a traitor, and you were considered uh, to be lynched. And that's when the human Humans
0: draws. can innately be bad or good. You know, it has nothing to do with skin color. Yeah. You're either a good person or you're a bad person. But it, it, there are, are definitely it just prejudices it, I, that I
16: agree with you. It are, just are so uncalled for. It just so happens, and I agree with you, Your race. The, God never make the race anything to do with evil, but people have. God never done that, but people have by their actions. Like 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 uh, KKK, skinheads and stuff like that. Oh, I'm a white man, There ain't nobody could go ahead and uh, breathe my white man's air. Stuff like that. Get you know what I'm saying? But God never Mm -hmm. made it that way. The people you have white folks that say, "Well, I know God never made it that way. I'm gonna be helpful because love should be about uh, um, humanitarian."
0: Just remember, prejudice is taught. You know, we are not born with prejudice. Prejudice is taught when one. You know, when when you're in a nursery, and then one baby cries, they all cry.
16: Right. When one baby cries, we right. all
0: cry. Those words. Right. Prejudice is taught, and that's what we need to be careful. Of. That's what we need to be aware of and be sensitive to and make sure that we aren't teaching future generations our same stupidity. All right, I'm done. Tell everyone how to find you.
16: <laughs> <laughs> you, know, probably you can find me over here sometimes. <laughs> um, I create uh, websites. Uh, you find me on Facebook It's Larry, Miss A Z Viper Shepherd. I'm trying to get back to my old uh Larry Shepherd. Um my other one. If I could get through Facebook with that. Uh I may start doing radio. You find me there. Uh so yeah, I do websites and um sometimes I do videos uh for uh, Truck driving Um, Like I say you know for truck drivers be safe Be safe out there Be mindful out there Uh, Don't ever be In a hurry It makes uh, Being unsafe You know Sometimes your Actions can make Unsafe actions Become a priority You know so, yeah.
0: Very true, my dear. All right. Will we talk to you next
16: week? I'm going to try. Oh. I'm going to, I'll tell you, in the state of Texas right now, I'm going to try. I'm going to try right now. That's what I's gonna <laughs> I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead so that's and do all that. I can, yes, all I can I ask I for. And every yes, now, now and I'm going to do that right now.
0: <laughs> Before now and then, go find you some alligator tail.
16: Oh, yeah. uh, uh, okay. Uh, now told me to go hunt the alligator. My arm is bit off.
0: <laughs> you can't dial the phone. Don't go do that.
16: All right, Larry. Thank you so much, honey. Uh, you did
0: a great job tonight. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay. All right. Good night, sweetheart.
16: Good
0: night. Okay. Our next caller comes from... We have our, we have area code 916 followed by 503 followed by 503. All right, so let's go ahead and get 916 on the air. 916, are you with me, Mr. Hatter?
18: Yes, I am, Nyla. Hi. I'm Hi,
0: sweeter. How are you doing?
18: I'm okay. Maybe I got a call early today because I got something else I got to get going to do. Usually the last caller, and if I can squeak it in. <laughs> I've <had> to, <laughs> try to get there early. Yeah, that's well, uh, I'm
0: glad you're here.
18: Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I brought a uh, couple new ones that I've recently wrote. Uh, one's called Magic and the Keeper of Time. It's the first one. Because I guess the scene was red from the blood that stained the broken and dead where the heartaches remained. Hidden in corners beneath the grass, the words not spoken shall ever pass. Frightened by songs that linger too long, the band shall take the center stage, turning the backs on those who don't ask, begging to turn the page. The broken, the broken are seen time in between, dodging the sniper rounds, hearing it start them falling apart, buried deep underground. What lessons learned will be tossed and burned in, in the battle where love is lost, empty rooms that were once my concern, wondering what it will cost. Battle-worn trust come free to us, the words that follow behind. A savior has brought what many had thought the magic and the keeper of time. And poem.
8: Wow, that so was abs- amazing. A mm-hmm.
18: little abstract.
0: I loved it. Uh, I can do
8: abstract.
18: Yeah, I used to do heavy cryptic. It's hard to follow. People always say, well, what does that mean? Uh, well, what does it mean to you? I uh, uh, tend to mellow that out. Um, next one's, uh, hey, you. Sort of a tribute to Pete Floyd, Sid Barrett. Hey, you, out there in the ocean, that we are floating on an ocean. Hey, you. Dreaming to get easy the things that are pretty. Hey, you. Sending waves that have no wordage. Seeking things that give me courage. Hey, you. Tell me that you see. Tell me that you see me so I can go uneasy. Hey, you. Don't go near the edges that crumble at the edges. Hey, you. Look out for the sign. I'll ask you one more time. Hey, you.
8: Wow, I
0: loved that. That Thank was you, incredible. Myra. I almost I want
18: to re- have I that with the was... music. Yeah, well, it, that's the Pink Floyd song. Hey, you out there in the cold mm-hmm. and feeling kind of... Oh, do you feel me? Yeah. So it's sort of a that kind of a pattern, but I wrote it for a contest. I love that I think. song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was one band that I regret I didn't see. I had to, I had one chance and I passed it up and I regret it. Uh, I wish I wish I had seen Pink Floyd.
0: I saw them in Denver. But, it was amazing. Really? Mhm.
18: The Flying Pig, the Flying Pig you know, It was
0: incredible. Yeah.
18: Yeah, all oh, the laser lights. are oh, God! I worked
0: in I worked in yeah. radio since the time since I was you know super young, and so I would go down. I was in Cheyenne, and I would go down into Denver and do the concerts, and then go backstage and have the bands uh, oh. record taglines. You know, you're listening to Q ninety eight. Blah 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 blah. And, uh. Uh, didn't didn't go backstage for Pink Floyd, but it oh. was it was a lot of fun.
18: Yeah, you know they. David Gilmore, I think he plays in my like top top five guitar solos. He's, he, he's got two of them, at least, up there, Big uh, the guitarist. And then the this, this story of Pink Floyd and Sid Barrett, sort of a sad thing. They, the creator of the band just sort of went a little crazy, so they had to ask him to leave the band, and they felt so bad because he, he disappeared into obscurity. Nobody ever heard from him, and they don't know where he's at. And um so a lot of the songs like Shine on uh, um 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 Shining Diamond, what is it? I can't even think of the title. You Crazy Diamond. Yeah, Shine On You Crazy Diamond, that's about him. Hey You's about him. Um asking what how are you how are you doing? Uh comfortably numb, they Gilmore said it's about him. So they uh-huh. never forgot Sid Bird, the creator of Pink Floyd, but and it's sure, they sure hold the guilt. But, uh,
0: I did not know well, that story. That's awesome.
18: Yeah, it's a, yeah, you can look it up. I mean, they even have a little a little uh, documentary thing on it on YouTube. It's not very long, but uh, the history of Pink Floyd. Um, yeah, well, it happens too often, I guess, back in the day. The, you know, in the pressure of being famous, you don't know how you're going to handle it, if you can handle it at all. He couldn't mm-hmm. and, uh, wow. that was, that was waters. It would have been before Gilmore though. So, okay. Well, I got to take off. I've got another date. Thank you for letting <laughs> me read.
0: You're very welcome. Thank you for being here tonight have, have fun tonight. Bye-bye. All right. Nice. Sweetheart. All right. So we have five Oh three, which is Christy, I believe. Let me check my, I believe this one's Christy. 503, you're on the air. Hello, 503? Oh, nope, wrong 503. Now, 503. Christy, I think you're on the air.
6: Okay, is it my turn now?
0: It is your turn.
6: Hi, For Martha, baby. I unmuted
0: her first.
6: <laughs> How <laughs> you doing, sweetheart? Well, I'm hanging in there, um, and I wanted to say hi tonight. And I don't have, you know, anything especially new. um, But they're all new to us.
0: We don't know when you wrote them.
6: (laughs) Well, it's it's I revisited what I read last time, and. and it was in response to a prompt that you offered about, I will not remember you. Mm-hmm. And and I've since, you know, been working on refining it and so forth. And so I thought, well, I'll just circle back around and pony this up again. That works. Because it was a really good prompt. <laughs> um, and it is. I will not remember you in weary gray years when age creeps in and the cold settles into my bones and navigating thoughts is easier than moving through my world. I will not remember you when 3 a.m. brings ghosts and endless lists of words unspoken and your image seeks a foothold on my heart those fragile hours where pain becomes more tolerable than emptiness, and I'm tempted to reach after shadows long shrouded in mist. I will not remember you when sunset paints the sky crimson, that vivid shade of unhealed wounds, and fading light glints off this shard, this fragment of you, still driven deeply into my heart. I will not remember you when mortality rests hard upon me, braided with acceptance that I will likely never see your face again this side of eternity. I will not remember you after you've once more thrown me away. And I pause. I pause in that desolation, erasing second chances, finally ending this endless dance, and owning that this was the very last time. I will not remember you as the sacred rain of my unseen tears erases your footprints from my soul. As the sky darkens with the smoke of burning memories, as I pick up a pen and begin to write the rest of my story, I will not remember you when all that is within me cries out, to remember you. End poem.
0: Wow. I remember you reading the other one, and I can tell you've done some work on it. How do you feel about it now?
6: Um. I just. I think it's better. Um. You know how it is where you some where you start pecking away at something. And you keep trying mm-hmm. to refine it and make it better, and sometimes it backfires. And um, I guess I would say I don't feel like this has backfired. Um,
0: it's very cutting. It's very good.
6: Thank you, dear. That means the world. You're
0: very me. welcome.
6: You're such a rock yeah, star. Yeah, I think you. Ra ra ra. Ra ra Are you gonna read? <laughs> you gonna read too, baby? No, no, that that's fine. I just wanted to run that by you because I, uh, I've I, like I said, I've been kind of working on it, and I thought, no, I want to share this with Nyla because because. So, anyway I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Me. I think
0: it's I think it's really good. I really like the changes that you made, and and it is. There's a edginess. There's a. I guess that's the, there's a there's a kind of a soft yet brutal edginess to it that it didn't have before.
6: Well thank you. I had a recent experience, you know, with somebody that caused me a life changing gave you some inspiration, did they? Yeah, a life changing amount of pain. You know back in the eighties. And um and you know through oh, my God, please forgive me, and all these kind of things, you know, and then ultimately, yeah, I'm going to throw you away again. And I'm like, really? Wow, that's really weird. Um, But so I worked on refining this because I think I can't possibly be the only person out there addressing some of these issues. Mm
4: -hmm.
6: So... That's kind of where some of the editing came from
0: um we always have we we all have one of those people in our past that just didn't go away or just right? don't think they needed to go away, right yeah,
10: yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, so anyhow, it's really good to hear your voice.
0: It's good to hear you. I'm glad you called in. You need to dig up Thank some you. more pieces and read them Remember I'll we've do never that, we've not heard we've heard like maybe point zero one percent of what you've written. So everything's new to us. So it doesn't have to be newly written to read it.
6: Ah. Yeah, there were some things that circled back around. Um, um, the day before Valentine's was the anniversary of my my husband Herb's funeral,
4: mm-hmm.
6: and and you know some of the pieces surfaced that I had written just prior to that, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I I read through some of those things and went,
0: wow.
6: <laughs> you know, so it's, it's funny
0: when you think about some of the things that you've been through in your life, and the changes, and the, the joys, and the victories, and the heartaches, and all that. We've been through a lot together. You know, I've been yeah, through a have. lot of that with you. Mm-hmm. Yes,
6: you have, hon. Thank you so much for that i uh you mean
0: mean the world to me, and you know it's it's like when you you guys call in and you read your poetry and you read about you know yeah. things that happen in your life and it's it's like it's like you know it's like a, a chapters and you know pieces of you that you leave and that we learn about you and get to know you and and share with you and you know, we mourn with you and we get overjoyed with you and get angry when you're angry and cry when you cry. And it's pretty powerful, you know, to share those parts of yourselves with, you know, with the community. But, you know, doing as long as you've been here with me, you know, it's it's very endearing to have shared someone's life, so much of their life with them, like we have.
6: It's probably what you know, continues to draw me back because you honor that and I appreciate that immensely and, uh, you know, I just, I guess that's why so many of us appreciate you being there, Nyla. Thank you for that. <laughs> and thank you for appreciating it, that because that's incredibly special.
0: it It's special for me. You know, I've, I'm here watching you guys, listening to you go through your lives. And, you know, you share little, come and share little bits and pieces of, of your lives with me. And, it's, you know, you're not just a voice on the phone. You're not just someone who calls in and reads. You know, you're a, a living, human, breathing flesh and blood person in my heart. And, you know, you mean a lot to me. And I'm really glad that you're here. I, I miss you when Aww. you're not here. Aww. So just know that, okay? You are so fabulous. <laughs> just honest.
6: You you really are so fabulous. Thank you so much, dear. I will be back.
0: Appreciate you. Give yourself you, a hug for me and, and make a cup of tea and share it with me tonight, okay? You got it. Okay. Love okay, you, sweetheart.
6: Love you, too. Bye, nice. Oh, wait. Tell everyone how to find you first. Oh, it's not... Nothing fancy. I'm just on Facebook under Christy Doherty. I still haven't got that website going that I mean to have, but but we'll see. Oh, I do. You know what? If it's not entirely too late, I have... Um, something to share okay. with you. And okay. in competition it's on it's in competition right now. It's a short read. It's called uh Snowflake. Okay. Um I ask God to send a companion, someone loving and loyal and strong. I ask God to send me a poet who would capture my heart with a song. And then I ask God to give us forever in the safety of love's gentle bonds. But God sent me his most precious snowflake, and you can't hold a snowflake too long. Some gifts are not meant for forever, and goodbye sometimes follows hello. But I still see your face in the firelight, or the flickering candle's warm glow. Like a book, we live life but a page at a time, facing endings where they don't belong. But I once held a beautiful snowflake, and you can't hold a snowflake too long. A painter can capture a likeness, or a fragrance remain in a room, or a rose's soft petals be pressed in a book, a reminder of summer's sweet bloom. But for me, when it's still, there's snowfall. In my heart where my best love belongs, for I once held a beautiful snowflake, and you can't hold a snowflake too long. End poem.
0: That is so beautiful, so so bittersweet, sad, beautiful, and, wow, it's going to do very well.
6: Thank you, dear. I hope in so. In this
0: competition of yours.
6: Yeah. Well, take care of yourself, beautiful.
0: I will, sweetheart. Thank you for calling in tonight. It really means a lot.
6: Me too. Thank you, dear. I'll talk to you soon.
0: All right, hon. (laughs) Bye-bye. Okay. I think this is cachet. I don't have. 503, my other 503, you are on the air.
10: Hi, (laughs) Naima.
0: Hey, sweetheart. How are you?
10: Well, okay, first of all, uh, the last poem that uh, Christy, the first one she read, really resonates uh-huh. with me. <laughs> Martha sent me a message and says, this sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's funny. But funnier than that is, uh, I'll eat cave spiders before I drive through Salt Lake. Girl, you better have me along in case you have a change of heart.
0: <laughs> uh
10: i go through
0: Salt that. Lake. cindy cindy had me cut through salt lake and you normally go through ogden canyon and bypass salt lake she had me drive through salt lake this year this last year and it was five uh, lanes of death defined i mean i was in tears by the time i got to the other side of salt lake it was the most horrible horrendous horrible experience in driving i've ever had in my life i was terrified it was scary Never again, ever. We're
10: going to be cave spiders first before you ever do that You know how big they are, right? Oh, horrible.
0: I can't wait to hear what you brought. I'm excited.
10: All right, so this one, um, I don't know, uh, this one I think will resonate with you. I have got this four-day weekend, and, boy, it's resonating strongly with me. Um, Okay, here we go. She longs for the wide open space of the place she loves to roam, the place most never will understand, the place she feels at home. It whispers to her, telling her of the magic it holds, welcoming her into its mystery, filling her mind with the memories of those who came before, drenching her body with the excitement of all she has to offer, washing her soul, breathing life into her, beckoning beckoning her to stay and rest in the solitude of the quietness of the wide-open space she longs for. And peace.
0: Oh, you know that one talks to me.
10: <laughs> yeah.
0: That was, inc- I love that.
10: It's if a it poem wasn't getting it down is. to the low 30s, I'd be headed that way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You'll
10: be it's you'll be headed that way, Stan. Summer's summer's coming. Right. It is coming. Yep, it sure is. So yeah, I can't wait to get back out there. So and then I have another just a little short one. Um, it's uh her memory slip slowly into the abyss of her mind. They lie in wait, amusing themselves by playing with her subconscious soaking deep into her body where they hold her hostage while she struggles to break free and peace.
0: Wow. Powerful. And scary.
10: Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have well, anyway, I have days awesome.
0: where I go in I go in too deep and I'm afraid I'm not going to come back out. I'm not going to lie.
10: <laughs> no kidding. I think we all have those moments. Mhm. Yeah. Um, Both
0: of those are awesome. Anyways. I'm so glad that you you called in, Red. I mean, you're here listening all the time, but
10: it's a it's a treat when you read, my love. Well, thank you. You know, I enjoy listening. Um I often write while I listen. Um I enjoy the prompts. Um, but uh I don't always enjoy talking. <laughs> so. Well,
0: you do fantastic. So, I'm proud of you.
10: Yeah. All righty. Okay, well, thank you. I'll I'll get off so others can get on and share what they have. Um I'm Kishida, and um the only way to the easiest way to find me is just Google hashtag kayshadeh. Oh, K A Y S H. Sorry, K Y S H A Y D E H. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Alrighty.
0: Fantastic job. Good love. Love. Keep writing. <laughs> Thank Good you. Time. Love you, girl. Good night.
6: Love you too.
0: She's awesome. I just spent the weekend at the beach with her. Well, a day at the beach with her. All right. Let's grab Granville. He's going to be our last caller for the evening. 919, you're on the air.
12: Hello, 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 Nyla. Happy Valentine's (laughs) Day. Happy Valentine's
0: Day to you, my dear man. How are you?
12: I am great. I am great. I wake up every day and try to appreciate waking up and giving thanks for life.
0: Right. Every day you wake up is the best day of your life, even if it's a bad day.
12: It's never bad when you wake up.
0: <laughs> yep, when you wake up, that that's a good day. <laughs> a
12: good what did you bring day. for it's us tonight? Day. I'm going to bring you a, a a poem of love. It's a poem of love, and this is and this is this was my first love. She was my first love, and her name is Knowledge. This time is called knowledge. I have loved knowledge all of my life. I followed her, quoted her, wooed her, loved her from a distance, close, and. Personal And this morning, as I awaken, opened my eyes, and there she lay beside me, my lover, soundly asleep, she lays. And I am comforted. For wisdom stands God at my doors and acknowledges my rising understanding round and about ever-present the glory of God my benefactor and strength of my life. The morning favors me, for there are no strange bedfellows here. As love is in the ear, we frolic play under the auspices of the almighty God himself. And there be no higher power. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
0: Fantastic job on that, round, bill
12: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Are you going to be- read? You want to read another one? Are you going to read
0: two or just? Yeah. Please.
12: Yes. Hey. Okay. Um. I'm going to read this poem. I'm going to read this kind of contradic- contradictory, contradictory to the first one. I I I I I read, but it's got It must sound contradictory anyway. It's necessary. This is this this one is called. The son of God meets the prince of darkness. The devil knocks at my door. He does so often. Sometimes I let him in. Today is one of those times. On, he knows it's on. He comes in and takes a seat. And I do likewise. He steals at me and I at him. He knows that I know who he is and why I let him in. We fought before, many times before. He is mad. He is my admirer. He quotes me, tries to woo me, but he knows that I despise him. But he is back. You can't stop the devil from trying. And he tries. And he fails. And recite And fight some more. I am in hell. With this demon. The battle is brutal. There is no quarter given. There is none required.
14: For he is.
12: What he is. And I am. That I am. The workers. The carnage. The angels. They cheer for me. While his acolytes stand in awe. I am second guessing myself. Why did I let this bastard in. The battle lasts for hours, days, weeks, until finally I put my foot in his ass and send him scurrying. Reluctantly he leaves, still angry, I watch as he disappears from sight and i know that he will be back for he is uh oh shit for he is the the prince of darkness Oh, I'm forgetting. I have done it in a He is the prince of darkness. He shall, and he shall be forever at my heels. For when he comes to my house, he sees my sign that reads, the Son of God in training. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: I love that. I mean, he's always right
10: there, right? He, uh,
12: man, l- l- let me tell you something. He is as 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 consistent as consistent as God is. Mm-hmm. He, he's always on the job. <laughs> the, the, Sometimes he, he overtime. He, he, the man know his time is soon. And his his days are ending. He's a he's a desperate fellow. That's why we have to put on the whole armor of God, because the man is ever on the job. That is the, mm-hmm. that is why I did the point for. Because I have to seek knowledge only, I had to seek knowledge only. I had to I have to learn to protect myself from every and all things. You know, I, I I I don't I don't like to do what I don't want to do. I'm a, I'm a stubborn bastard, always been. <laughs> yeah right and and you know something too my grandmother used used to say to me, you know says because I was very uninterested in 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 the usual stuff very, and she would say to me, Granville will saving his strength to fight the devil. She had no idea how 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 white she was you said. Oh, that they use, would...
0: they usually know. I think they know.
12: Yeah, they do. That's why I have so much respect for women too, because women have insight that men don't have. A woman have the cap- capacity to carry life inside her, a thing that man could never fathom. That's that's what they're always putting women down. But that's but that's what people do when they feel like they're less than you. They make you feel less than them. They try to make you feel less than them. You know. So Yeah, you know. I, I you know God, God is real and and so is the devil. <laughs> evil yeah, ev- evil evil lives, man. Evil lives, you know. That's that's where you got to that's what that's where you got to seek the light. Otherwise the dark consume you it consume you. Yeah. And, like, and I don't like to go where I don't want to go. I'm a rebellious <laughs> dog. Always been. Right. Always been. All right, my dear. You did a
0: fantastic job tonight. Thank you for closing out the show so amazingly. Now, if you would please tell everyone how to find you.
12: You can find me on Instagram, Granville John Hedrington. Uh, Facebook, the same thing, and you can find me on on more social uh, uh, outlets and stuff. And and if you want me personally, you can you can call me nine one nine two six four thirty nine twenty six and hire me, employ uh, me, help help me. And you'll to you. I'll yes. read to you for one hour. And I'll, I'll, I'll entertain you, and uplift you, and motivate you. And you call me back. Mm-hmm. Have a good night, Nyla, and to everyone out there in the in the listening audience, give me a call. Enjoy and look for me on Nyla Show. I'm 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 genuinely here on Nyla Show. I try to be here as yes, often as I can. I try to be and here as often as I that, can. we appreciate that, honey. And I appreciate it, my dear. Have a blessed
0: day. You as well. Good night, honey.
12: Good night. Bye-bye.
0: All right, everyone. You have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I want to thank you for an amazing night. Appreciate both callers and listeners alike. You are incredible. We will see you next week. I'm going to close the show tonight with a piece by Vinny Kinsella. It's called Bits and Pieces. Here you go. Good night, everybody.
17: Grace is discovered in Hope is transmitted in Love is accomplished in Peace is established in
19: Erases seclusion Abandoned frustration Decreases corruption Inspires perfection Your
17: promise forever My spirit immortal Our passion and Their taunting rejected
19: Unchartable regions Unorganized patterns Uncredited kindness Unbreakable friendship
17: Grace is discovered in Your promise forever Hope is transmitted in My spirit immortal Love is accomplished in Our passion enduring. Peace is established Established in their taunting rejected
19: uncharitable regions erases seclusion unorganized patterns abundance frustration uncredited kindness decreases corruption unbreakable friendship inspires perfection grace is discovered in uncharted regions
17: hope is transmitted in
19: unorganized patterns love is accomplished in uncredited kindness
17: peace is established in
19: unbreakable friendship your promise forever erases seclusion my
17: spirit immortal
19: abundance frustration
17: our passion and
19: decreases corruption their
17: taunting rejected
19: inspires perfection love
17: is accomplished in hope is transmitted in, in. our passion and during my erases spirit seclusion. immortal pieces established corruption. In. grace is discovered in their taunting rejected your promise forever
19: abandons frustration grace is discovered in uncharted regions your promise forever erases seclusion hope is transmitted in unorganized patterns my spirit immortal abandons frustration love is accomplished in uncredited kindness our our passion and drain decreases corruption. Peace is established in unbreakable friendship. Their taunting rejected inspires perfection.